145. You want to open it and you're jumping six episodes ahead. Dan and Taylor are wearing matching Mets gear. It's so cute. Hats, jerseys, the whole nine. Dan's wearing a Keith Hernandez jersey. Taylor's wearing a whoever number eight is. You're not the Yankees. Please stop. Gary Carter, it's a, it's a batting practice jersey. They don't put the names on those. Uh, tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. You know, you you know what? You're right. Because if we were the Yankees, our best player would get thrown out of the inning trying to take third base with the yeah, throw right in front of him. That happens. That was so bad last Dude, night. Fucking Boone. Yo, uh, it, it was not like you know when Boone used to get thrown out like in his first couple seasons. We're like, all right, yeah, he's like, he's, yeah, animated. He's, about it. he's, he's like, pissed. Yeah. But now he's like, come on, man. But he said to the dump, "You didn't even look at me. Like he needs to look at you to fucking throw you out." Well, he, I think he was saying. You you um I didn't you didn't even look at me about when he wanted to call for the review I think that's what it was it was just he didn't need to get a fucking clearance to review that you review the play at home because they have to look at the fucking play at third two you look at the scoring play because if they're trying to say it scored it then they could do both the the Yankees are so caught up in the process of analytics that they have no feel for the game of baseball so whatsoever so so Craig and Evan talked about this on the drive up here. And they were talking about, like, maybe Aaron Boone didn't know the rule. (laughs) You know what? It's completely possible. But but it's the truth because the way it was explained and the way uh, the way they explained it before they read it word for word from the rule book was I didn't I didn't know that you can review multiple parts of a single. Yes, correct. I as far as review is concerned, I always see review as from an NFL perspective. Mm-hmm. You, you you review the call on the field and that's it. If there's yes. enough evidence to overturn, that's it. Mm-hmm. With baseball, there's so much more dynamic yeah. there. You know, obviously and listen, did I think do I think uh do I think Judge was out? One thousand percent yes. Yes. Do I also think that DJ crossed the plate before he was tagged out? One thousand percent yes. Both no, actually I true. thought that at first, then John I, Boy posted something today. Did he? I didn't it's see clear it. that he was he wasn't home by the time he wasn't he, home? No, it was it was the right call. It, so when I watched it initially, yeah. So my thought was out at third, DJ crossed the I thought so at first out. too. That's what I thought. Correct. But right. John Boy posted it today and I'm like, it's Oh, he was he was very out um but in both cases. But yeah. my my point with Boone's specifically is that at that point in the game, this wasn't the first inning, it wasn't the third inning, it was the eighth inning. What the fuck is the point of the challenge? You don't lose a timeout. It's, it's, Your challenge goes away and then it goes to the fucking, the, the umpires review it. It's, it's the eighth inning, it's a two-out two rally. What do you have rally. to lose? It's a fucking two-out rally. What, what, listen, and th- th- that was bringing you within one run with one more time up to bat. Yeah. You have, you have, a much, you have much better odds when of hitting whatever the relief pitchers or the closer is for Baltimore. I mean, they, then, couldn't, then hit fucking, they couldn't hit fucking Matt Hart. Harvey. Of like, all people, that, seven years removed from when he was, was eight years removed. Watching awesome. last night, I first off, I want to say Matt's stuff looked better than it has in a long time. His it's fastball, really. even though, well, his fastball doesn't have the same velocity, but it had real life on it. Like it was dancing up in the zone. Yeah, I agree. Rather than being flat and across the plate, um, right at the belt line, it was moving. He actually had movement on his pitches. And I'm really rooting for him to kind of reinvent himself because the thing that would, with Harvey, and you didn't get to see this because you weren't really following the Mets at that point, but when Harvey first came up, not only was his stuff good, but he was this, this son of a bitch on the mound. He was this competitor. He wanted to get you out. He was mean as fuck. Well, he had an attitude. Yeah, and 
I think that can carry over even without good stuff. I mean, you look at a guy like Lance Lynn, who threw the first uh, complete game in baseball this year, and all he's throwing is fastballs. And Lance Lynn was a really good pitcher 10 years ago. But you should be able to reinvent yourself to a certain extent and just know how to pitch. You're not going to be the dark knight again, but who's to say you can't be a low four, high three ERA guy, eat up innings in the, on a good team, fifth starter, do 180 innings a year. There is so much value and longevity to a pitcher like that. Bartolo Colon extended his career because of it. Right, and he also extended a uh, second family because of it. Well, uh, that, that we, we know allegedly. About, that we didn't know about. <laughs> no, but so as far as like reinventing yourself, it happens across sports a thousand times sure. over. Brett Favre reinvented himself seven times, especially mm-hmm. after he left the Jets. Sure. And he made the fucking Minnesota Vikings relevant again. But the big one that I can think of right now that's really reinvented himself out of from being the the best pitcher in baseball and the last pitcher to win MVP and Cy Young was Clayton Kershaw. What he is now to, compared to what he is before, Kershaw really has flipped the switch to where now well, he, he's no he's different. He, saying, no, he's absolutely a different but, pitcher. But, no, what I, that's what I'm talking about. He's not that dominant guy. He, he doesn't have the high 90 fastball anymore. Right, but what I'm saying is his stuff is still pretty goddamn good enough. Where, Correct. Where he can he can eat innings and he can get people out. What I think I think I I, I agree with what you're saying i think what i mean by reinvention is like having to learn completely different than what you were when you think about what harvey was where it was a a 99 to 100 mile per hour fastball it was a 92 right. mile per hour slider. Ridiculous. Um, and now your fastball is 95, which that's is fun. Not, that's that's, that's, that's max, but the problem is every team has a handful of guys that throw 95, so it ain't going to fool hitters anymore. There, there's a lot of relief pitchers Correct. that throw 97 two seamers. Correct. Like, for, so people like when, Dustin when May. I, when, I think about, when I think about like a reinvention, one of the best examples in recent years was R.A. Dickey. Now, R.A. Dickey drafted in first round by the Texas Rangers as a flame throwing uh, fastball pitcher, throwing 97, 98 miles per hour. I don't know if you know the whole saga with R.A. Dickey. I, I, I so, watched a documentary on so him, and it's, he, he it's gets, incredible, it's heartbreaking, and it's inspiring. Well, it's just crazy because, you know, he gets signed as a fastball pitcher, and then the reason they realize that he can't do that, or they don't want him to, is from the team photo with the way his arm is hanging, and they do the MRI, and he doesn't have the ligament. That yeah. guys need when they the guys tear when they get Tommy John and they don't know how it happened, but they cut his contract. He went from a five hundred thousand dollars signing bonus to a thirty thousand dollars signing bonus, and he tried pitching and he wasn't very good. And then Buck Showalter convinced him to try and reinvent himself as a knuckleball pitcher, and he was the last knuckle. There's no knuckleballers left. No, he no. was he is the last one. No, I mean the, the, I, it'll the come only, around again. The only two I've ever seen in my lifetime that I remember one is Tim Wakefield, two is Ari Dick. Yeah, I mean that was it. Only, Wakefield lasted two. forever. He and I. Him. <laughs> well, well, listen, it doesn't matter because that guy you hate so much hit that home run to send you to the World Series, so everything's fine. And wh- That's wh- all he ever did. That's it all he ever did. He, ma- he got a fucking manager moment. job because of it. It's, to be I, fair, I agree he had, with you, he but had, it's also a very He's the only moment. manager ever to start his career as a manager with multiple seasons of 100 wins. But look, but look at the team. Yeah. You know what? You know what I mean? Because it's three he years won 100 the same games shit. as Yankees manager more times than Girardi did. You know what? It's, it's facts. It's facts. But Girardi had an aging fucking roster of guys that were fucking falling apart. You did that on purpose. <laughs> Absolutely. Wait, to be fair, to be fair, he was the manager the first year with the baby boomers, if you remember. Yeah, and you took him fucking one game away from the World Series with a team that wasn't even supposed to fucking sniff it. Come on. Yeah, you got the game seven of the ALCS, bro. That was wild. Against the Astros, 2017. I, I don't agree with your assessment that Girardi Gary would have won Sanchez, a World Series yo, by now. Remember because that? he can't keep Aaron Judge healthy. Yo, remember that? Remember when Gary Sanchez had hope? Remember that? 
Yeah, isn't it funny that Girardi was the problem for Sanchez and he's gotten worse? Yeah. Actually, t- just Didn't today. Did trade him? They, uh, uh, well, just today, Boone said that, yeah, he were cutting his playing time and Higashioka is getting more. And they just traded Mike Talkman as well um, yeah, for a relief Talkman. pitcher. Yeah. So yeah, they need it because, you know, they only have one pitcher that can throw more than five innings. Like, they bring up Delvi Garcia yesterday. They bring up Delvi Garcia yesterday. And even he's not allowed to throw more than 70 like, pitches. They, what like, are we doing? Like, how do you not even go out there and make pushes? Like, I know that I was against the idea, the thought of Bauer. But how do you not make try to make a move? Well, at, least, at least make a phone call. Yeah. You know, at uh, least, I, like, well, I, inquire. Well, that's what I'm saying. Make a phone call. What, what's the harm in him saying no? Because you're not you're not going to be worse off if he says no than you already you are. You know, I, I, think I, it mean, was, I think it was pretty set in stone too that like it, ugh, the, sorry, no, I'm just no, mad. I'm no, 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 it's fine. No, go for it. But no, but I, before you go, to, I think what you're what you were gonna say was maybe I'm wrong. Is that his butt sucks? The, that's <laughs> no, that's that's still my butt. Sorry, that's your um, butt. The four the 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 magic number of forty million was still floating out there, and I think even, listen, it didn't matter who it was, whether it was the Mets, whether it was the Yankees, could have been the fucking A's for all we know. Yeah. Not, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. The A's don't want to give a forty dollar contract. <laughs> I know to like the best defensive, yeah. the second best defensive third baseman in the league. Yes, and uh, like it's just. Forty million dollars was a, is a lot for anybody, any player. You know what I mean? Well, Especially one that listen, only plays every fifth day. Even though we had a shot, we were the last. Sure. We were one of the last two teams to get it. Now, in retrospect, fuck you and your forty million yeah. because because <laughs> we have the best picture in baseball on a fucking steal of a deal. Yeah, and, like it's it it doesn't make sense. And plus, we already got one pitcher mm-hmm. that's outspoken, though not nearly as good. No, and he's no. hurt right now. And he's still got fun. He gets, and it's still funny when he's like, oh, I guess I'll watch the shitty Padres. Oh, dude, no, the Pirates. The Pirates, he oh, said. Yeah. The shitty Pirates. Oh, the shitty Pirates. I know people MLB were like, you believe you should talk the Pirates? I'm like, the Pirates suck. The Pirates are awful. The Pirates are terrible. Fuck they're, you, Richie. They're, 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 uh, well, I agree with that notion very much so. But to your point, yes, I... A phone call at minimum should have been made to Lupe. I, but I, at minimum. What they should... Okay, no. Worse than that. Why were they not in on you, Darvish? That's Darvish. silly, too. They could have been in on Stroh, too. I mean, like, I think it was a foregone conclusion he was coming back to the Mets, but, like, yeah. at least when, when, work well, no, the Stroman, fucking market. Well, no, Stroman, yeah, Stroman, Stroman, uh, Stroman, I wasn't, yeah, he accepted his um, he, he, tender he, he contract. Accept, he accepted okay. the tender, so, plus not to mention... The Yankees were not, were not going to give him eighteen million dollars. No, no, they no. were. I mean, they gave Kluber ten. Work right. the fucking market. I know. See what's know. out there. Try to make some fucking moves. Right. You know just, they've got prospects. Trade the fucking prospects. No, what are you got, doing with them? The guy, just sitting well, fucking the down guy there. that they should have traded for a pitcher this offseason was Luke Voigt. Yes. I'm sorry, Luke Voigt is not a Yankee. You know what? You're right. You're right. Listen, he I was like awesome Voigt. last year. I like Voigt, and I think he's got some fire to him, and that's why I want. Well, what's him. funny is Yankee fans like Voigt more than the Yankees like Voigt. You could tell they're if they really loved him, he would not be in the position to be possibly traded. He would have gotten right. a contract. Extension. I love Judge, man, but he's not a fucking leader. This team needs a fucking leader. It's, Did you see that catch he tried to make against the wall the other day? It was so bad. He doesn't try anymore. I know, and. I, they, they definitely don't have a leader. Um, I, I always saw it because Carabas tweeted it. He goes, yo, what what would happen if a six foot seven right fielder could jump high enough to rob home runs? Dude, he didn't even like come off. He didn't even like go on his tippy toes. He was just like, ah. Oh. Like, 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 that's the kind of place he, he should be making. Fucking Melky Cabrera used to make those plays yeah, regularly. Melky was a great outfielder, dude. You had Bobby Abreu who fucking couldn't even run anymore making catches at the wall. Hideki Matsui was mm-hmm. a better defense. Fucking fielder. Godzilla, bro. <laughs> what was is, that a, is that problematic today? Probably, yeah. <laughs> 
that one is. Yeah. But that was his fucking nickname. Yes, in, no, in Japan. I, I, we, right, I agree what, with you. What's crazy with Judge, though, is when his first year, his rookie year, it was sensational. He was a gold glove level outfielder. Yeah. But it's the whole problem with the team, it's not just one player because Clint Frazier's batting 140. Yeah. Gary Sanchez is batting 190. Um, Giancarlo, he's got six home runs, but he's batting 170. And what does that tell you? What does that tell you? If it's the whole team, it's the fucking manager. It's, it's the fucking manager well, who's not a real goddamn manager. But this Brian is the problem. Cashman. Like, but so they, they'll say tomorrow they fire Cashman or they fire Boone, right? They're bringing another manager who's just going to be doing the exact thing that Boone that's, is doing. That's my point, and and I tweeted about that last night to you know n- not to Brian Cashman. Sure. Brian Cashman's not reading my fucking tweets. Sure, but you don't know the that. experiment is Maybe over, is. dude. This experiment has fucking failed. Well, now, when now, you say, now it is. Yes. When I you say experiment, are you talking about just Boone or Cashman as well? I'm talking about Cashman as well, not Cashman as the GM, but Cashman getting involved in the day to day of the fucking team. So what? What will be? Yes, agreed with that. But I don't. Th- I think once that can of worms is open. It, you, you can't go back unless you fire the guy outright. And what's interesting about that is firing Cashman would put Hal Steinbrenner in the first... Hal, Hank's the one that died over the summer, yeah. right? You put Hal in the position where he is making the first baseball decision of his time being owner of the Yankees. And at that point, you have to just look at you you look at it and you go out there and you try to get the best baseball guy that you can. I don't know if Epstein is available. No. I, I think it's he, not going to happen. No, it won't be Theo. Um, Theo, because he wants ownership stake whenever he comes say, back. And, and Steinbrenner's ain't doing that. Theo, Theo has nothing left to prove because so I follow a lot of DNVR guys. You know, A lot of guys that are mostly the Nuggets, Broncos, Rockies. Sure, sure. And everyone's been posting Did this question. Did you just question. say DNVR what? as for Denver? No, it's... I feel um, like saying Denver is shorter than DNVR. <laughs> <laughs> it's, their, it's it's their network. I, oh, I got so you. So okay. they, they can't physically it, use. It, it Denver. sounds like it's an airport, like airport call sign. It, it, it is. It is. It's, a, it's uh, actually their call dude, sign. I, I hate going to NWK, New Jersey. I think. I think. I think. I think I, yeah, t- whatever. Tomato. Tomato. Whatever that. Whatever that fucking does. means. It sucks. What well, does E stand for? What is the E? I don't know. East Earth. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, what I was trying to say was, now I lost it. Uh, DNVR. Oh, no, DNVR. So they're talking about, like, because the Rockies are one of the worst Oh, messes. they're in turmoil right the, now. They're one of the biggest messes I've ever seen. And someone posted a, a tweet to the DNVR guys, and they're just like, so what do you think about uh, bringing Meg, you know, go get Theo Epstein. And literally the guy says, what the fuck does Theo have to prove? This is a challenge too big for even Theo. So at that's the a moment. little bit different, I think. Theo's thing is fucking breaking curses. He broke the Boston curse. Right. He broke the he Chicago curse. Cups, yeah. Why don't don't you, no, there you don't think cur- it would be there, a challenge to turn the Yankees back into the Yankees? But wait, no, there there is a curse in Colorado. It's called they've never had a good pitcher. No. <laughs> it's literally... You they, had, they had a good pitcher for like half a season. Abaldo was awesome, but then all of a sudden, it, it, just like every pitcher in Denver, it, oh my God, it, it, it warmed up and now the ball's flying out of the fucking ballpark. Like literally, his first hey, that first half of the season, yeah, he was I, in 08, I think it was, yeah. I remember so well, there was a game where the, it was in like, I want to say May, June, the Mets played the Rockies and it was Pedro Martinez against Abaldo and they're both from... Uh, I always forget that Pedro was a Pedro Met. was a Met, yeah. Um, he had his career ruined by the Mets. Uh, he wasn't the same guy, but they decided to have him pitch on the second to last game of the season when they were eliminated despite the fact he was hurt and then he missed the first four months of the next season that was cool i need to read his book uh pedro's is awesome but um the i see this is the thing i i think comparing theo fixing the yankees to what he did with the cubs and the red sox 
You talk- mean, it's, it's apples to oranges. I get it. Oh, no, but- no, no. It's not apples to oranges. It's apples to fucking cow shit. Like, come on. They're not even remotely comparable. The Cubs, the fucking Billy Goat curse, okay? The curse of the Bambino. Oh, dude, we haven't won a World Series since 09. There's about 12 other teams that I could think of that have worse runs right now. Dude, the Mariners have made the playoffs four times. Yeah, and they're the Mariners. I'm talking about the Yankees. It's a little bit fucking Wait, different. On, 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 it is, it is. Hold on, hold on. So the Mariners made the playoffs four, four times. Four times ever, yeah. Ever. Ever. How long have they, So wait, hold on. Stop. Hold on. I, this, that's, that's, that can't be true. Dude, they, had, they on, won wait. 112 games in the year the Yankees eliminated them in the ALDS. Dude, they wasted the prime of fucking Randy Johnson, although, you know, he went on and did great things, obviously. Ken Griffey Jr., Edgar... Ichiro, uh, King Felix. I wait. How Ed, good, dude? Hernandez Felix, was Felix, so Felix. good. Hall of Famer so for me. Fucking long. Hundred percent. And they ruined it. They squandered it, dude. He. Well, I got to thank Felix because he's the one that broke the mold with wins not mattering for a Cy Young. Yeah. Um. He won thirteen and twelve. I think was his record. He. He has. That's like. I, sometimes I'll watch like. Uh, sometimes oh, I'll watch so a lot good. of. Base, I'll watch baseball highlights. Oh, dude. And I always watch Felix Hernandez versus Adrian Beltre, and it's some of the funniest oh, dude, shit dude. you'll ever see. Adrian. Beltre, one of my favorite Bro, non-Mets ever. I fucking he, love Adrian Beltre. Felix throws this ridiculous slider, and it just and it just catches Adrian, where he just swings like a complete idiot, and he just misses completely. And in the middle of the game, Felix points at him and laughs at him, and is like curled over laughing. Dude, Felix was a dog. And then also when he threw his perfect game, it's one of my favorite celebrations. The last after, perfect game in baseball. There hasn't been one since then. 2012. He throws the perfect game and then it's like oh, in 34 years or Seattle Mariner hasn't thrown a, a no-hitter or a perfect yeah. game. I just love the call and the way he celebrates. Oh, that, that is a great call. I mean, uh, Felix, I, I, the worst perfect call, the first, the first, the worst perfect game call of all time is Dallas Braden's. It's awful. That was such a crazy game for Dallas Braden. Like, he, he was an animal that day. Yes. And that was a year when he, like, kind of burst on the scene because he had that altercation with A-Rod. I think that was after he threw the perfect game. No, it was before. Before? Yeah. But I thought it was cool because I, I think the whole story was he threw it on Mother's Day, the perfect game. Mm-hmm. And his mother had died, like, the year before from breast, breast cancer. So it was kind of just, like, this really full circle kind of thing. Yeah. But um, there, there's some weird shit happening in the baseball right now. I loved, I, I got to give Trevor Bauer some props. I loved him and um, Tatis, Tatis the other night. Yes. Um, and I love what he said after that he's, like, guys shouldn't get thrown at for pimping home runs and celebrating. Not even thrown out. There should be zero retaliation. No. Like, like the next guy that comes up, you don't throw out. This is when there should be retaliation for that. If a guy pimps a home run when his team is down or up by 10 runs, I don't like that shit. If you're fucking doing a bat flip when your team is losing or up big, you should get thrown out. That's an unwritten rule break for me. See, and here's my issue with unwritten rules. Sure. Fuck you. Like, because, and here's my thing, right? Even if you're, if you're down big, if to me, you should get thrown out for being fucking stupid. If you're down big and you pimp a home run, yes, you need to get thrown out. That's fucking dumb. If you're up big and you pimp a home run, so what? You have earned the right to do that. If you have a problem, don't give up a home run. Better. Um, I, stupid. Okay, I, you're a professional ball player. I'll agree with you. I do feel more so that if you're losing and you pimp a home it, run, you can't, you can't throw them out because then that would be an actual rule, not an unwritten correct, rule. Correct. But if you're doing that, like I could, I've seen Juan Soto do it when his team is losing pimp a I home know, run. But like, if there's anyone I hate more in Major League Baseball than Juan Soto, I can't find it's it. Bra- it's Bryce Harper for me. Not so. me. I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't I mind I fucking Bryce. hate Bryce Harper. I don't mind. Actually, the, actually, the one night we went to the, I know, I understand. We went to the Philly game. He's no, not that no. good. He's not that good. I agree with you. We, but no, no, here's the thing. He is really good. 
but he's not great. We went to we went we went to the Nationals game. Where, I remember they, they collapsed and he hit the broken bat home run and everyone was chanting overrated at Bryce and then Bryce hits the fucking two run home run that sparked the fucking oh, fucking the, the, one the handed or one hand, broken bat broken bat one hand home run, home run. Op- opposite. Listen, field. he the fact he's he's super talented. Yes. Like I think he should be better and that's one of the reasons I hate him because he should be on the level of Mike Trout. Like he has that level of ability. I, who by the way is getting better. He's batting like 435. 426. And why is Otani not the biggest story in sports period I don't right now? Like, like okay. Literally, SportsCenter posted a thing today where they said the last time that Shohei Otani or Shohei Otani is the first person in 100 years is going to take the mound and lead the league in home runs in the same night. And the last person to do that was uh, 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 that fat fuck Babe Ruth. That's the thing. <laughs> and anytime you're in the, the history books with Babe Ruth, it says something. But dude, listen, his pitching stats aren't otherworldly. He struck out nine the other day, gave up four runs in the first, held on for five innings, struck out nine, Bro. went two for three, drove in two runs. What he's doing right now has not been done since fucking Babe Ruth. Bro. And why is this not the talk? If, listen, if it was a New York team, it would be everywhere. Yes. It's just because no one pays attention. Like That's a problem it's, with it's a lot of baseball Angeles. writers. They want to tell me about what the West Coast teams are. They almost always picked against the Dodgers until this year. They're, yeah. they're going to choke. These guys, jerk-offs, don't stay up for West Coast games usually. Dude, there's really, like, if you think about it, there's really not enough of West Coast teams. All the Dude, West Coast teams are in California. Well, well uh, Except for the Mariners. The Mariners, Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are uh, West Coast. Arizona. Ar- Arizona's West Coast. Yeah, West Coast. Yeah. They're a West Coast team. Yeah. And, that, they, and anything west of, like, Kansas Texas, is I, I consider anything west consider, of Texas. I consider Texas... Uh, Central, Central, Central America. And Arizona's right above Texas, so... No, Arizona's more west than Texas. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's, Arizona... It's right, it's right by Nevada. Dude, because I've flown into Vegas and dri- driven through Arizona going to Utah. Like, they're all bunched up right you there. You did that. Yeah, did you lit- drive through Vegas? Well, you, actually, no, actually, you no, drove I drove, I drove uh, No, yeah, so I, I drove through Nevada to get to Los Angeles. Right, so, that's what you did. So when... Um, Arizona ain't far from Nevada, dude. Oh, it, it's one of the four... Right, next time I'm out there, I'll drive to Arizona. This is called You Watch Geography. But going back to baseball quick... Um, Madison Bumgarner the other night. That's a no hitter. Let's talk. That's one thousand percent a no hitter. That's a no hitter. One thousand percent a no hitter. And I know people are pissed. Ooh, seven innings. Yeah. Well, it's listen. And this is what I said to you when because you texted sure. me Justin that night. You texted me us and you said, "Look at this no hitter bullshit." I go, "Listen, if that game counts for the Diamondbacks record, that counts." As yeah. A no-hitter. Don't tell me. Tell me it's not a real game. Tell me it doesn't count as a win for the Diamondbacks and it doesn't count as a loss for the other team. And then right. I'll say it's not a no hitter. If if it, MLB is going to be forcing teams into this situation where they have to, they have to play a game sure. at, at seven innings. Yeah, you know you can't take that away from the pitcher. Absolutely not. You decided how many outs an official game is going to be. Now, the argument that I've seen people give is that like, okay, well, if a game gets you know it's in the fifth inning, the bottom of the fifth, and the home team is uh, ahead and it's raining, that's technically an official game, right? Right. Yes. So my my thought on that is that's completely different. That is weather stopping the game, and you don't have the ability to make it up. And I almost always make up those games. We were at the Mets game when. Um, Stephen Matz debuted where they finished up the game from the night before. Yeah. Because it got rained out and it went to extras and Curtis Granderson had a walk-off. Yes. There's a big difference there. You said this game is seven innings, that it's an official game after there's um, how many, what's seven times six is 37. 37 outs, okay? I think that's it. No. Tomato, tomato. 42 outs. 42? Yeah, you're right. 42. Not, this is not you watch. I do math. Yep. I know. I was sitting there like doing it quick in my head, and I'm I'm pretty uh, on a good amount of medicine right now, for, too. For some reason, this reminded me of the time the landlord gave you, me, and Greg oh, a math God. problem and said, solve it. I walked away. I was pissed. You tried <laughs> it. pisses me off. You tried it, and then it got to a point where you wrote two plus two, and you walked away. Yeah. <laughs> I Math pisses me off, but... We, I wrote one number wrong, and the landlord looks at me and goes, nope. 
I'm like, fuck you. Let yeah, me finish no. it. Um, going back to Mad Bum, um, that was a no-hitter. It's an official yeah, no-hitter. No-hitter. They better get it right. Mm-hmm. Listen, th- some no-hitters are held in different regard. Fucking A.J. Burnett had a no-hitter where he walked nine people, I think. I don't really hold that no-hitter That's in the same... such a fucking A.J. Burnett <laughs> stat, bro. Yeah. It, it really a is. A nine-walk no-hitter? I think it was... <laughs> it was asshole. I, I, may, I might be exaggerating the amount of walks, but it's it's like when you see the amount of walks... No, like, I believe it. That's not that impressive. I fully like, believe it. So it won't be held in like the same regard as certain no hitters are for historical significance, whatever. So, but there is a historical significance. It's probably going to be the only seven inning no hitter. Like you know what I mean? I'm mad now that well, you fucking they... mentioned AJ Burnett. Why bro, he won you a World was, Series? Yeah, I'm going to close that window now. Yeah, yeah. bro. Actually, there was a, there was a, a period of time uh, after the new stadium opened. They signed all those guys. I went to over the course of two years. I went to like nine games. Every fucking game I went to, AJ Burnett was a starter. Every fucking one. Wait, I didn't wait. see. I didn't see CC Sabathia pitch a game until he started to suck. Dude, I had to call shenanigans on one because we went to one where Chan Ho Park started. Did we? Yeah, we certainly did. Dude, I saw that I, was the game when fucking Ichiro hit two home runs off him. That was uh, Chan Ho Park. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he have like four career home runs and you saw two of them? Uh, no, he has he has um two his four career multi home run games. You went to, you were at we two were at two of them. Yeah, yeah. fucking. We both one, one when he was on the Mariners and one when he was on the Yankees. That's so <laughs> Dude, it was so fucking funny. Um, but uh, so Matt, Madison Bumgarner has a really weird career because as a starter, at no point was he considered one of like the five best pitchers in baseball. But he, but you know what he but, was? You know what he was? He's the Eli Manning of baseball he was he was a better regular season pitcher than Eli was a regular no, season quarterback but what I'm saying is it's, it's like similar the when, play, his the, moments are in the playoffs the second the playoffs started that dude just flipped the switch yeah if you think if he didn't have his playoff runs we would just know him as a pretty good pitcher right yeah. but yeah. those playoff runs dominant were obscene dominant and uh, you know that's what we were talking about like the west coast bias before where the west coast teams don't get as much love and like what, well, right what I'll think about is west, right now all the west coast teams are the best teams in the well, fucking league going back even further there's been one dynasty in baseball over the last decade. And it's been the San Francisco Giants. They yeah. won three World Series in six years, I think is what it was. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was every other every year. Other every, year. every other year. Yeah. And none of those guys ended up being big stars, right? Yeah. Like they were Buster. stars. Not not a big no, star. Not, really not big like star. not when I'm talking big star, yeah. I'm talking this is the thing that's crazy. So we all agree unquestionably the best player in baseball is Mike Trout. Yes. Right? Yeah. It, it can't even be argued. Goes without saying. He's not a household name. No. Think back to our childhood. The, the household name, Derek Jeter, mm-hmm. Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. Mike Piazza was a household name. Mm-hmm. There was a bunch of them. Mike Trout's not a household name. No. If he was in New York, he'd be a household name. Because these jerk-offs, because their, their games are finishing at 1230 at night. Yeah. I fall asleep half the time with a fucking Angels game on or a Dodgers game on on MLB Network. I did watch every single game of Dodgers. Oh, Dodgers. it was fantastic. It was fucking one. fantastic. Oh. And did you, yo, did you see Tatis oh, sneak a peek at the fucking... Dude, it was great. It was great. Uh, this is going to be crazy. Tatis's numbers, like, offensively are on such a pace. You know, MVP caliber. And his defense is horrible. He leads the league in errors. His nine errors. I agree with. I'm that's just it's in April. He, it's yeah, April. That's a lot. He's, yeah. Dude, you, I'm sorry. If he goes forty, for, if he has a 40-40 season, and he drives at one hundred and thirty. If this motherfucker has fifty errors, he's not the MVP. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, think about it. He's at least going to be in the conversation. Oh, for sure. I mean, but I'll tell you what, I'll take his bat. Oh, I would take his bat in a heartbeat. But you, you, you motherfucker, you're bitching about JD Davis at third. He's our yeah, best hitter yeah. right now. Fuck off. And, and Tatis has nine errors. Hey, whatever and his team to Ike is, Davis. Ike Davis. So with Ike Davis, the president? No, no. That was <laughs> Ike Heisenhower. Um, Ike Davis, it, crazy. He had a great rookie year at the Mets, right? He was yeah. making those catches at end games, diving over the fucking uh, the dugout. Oh, yeah, like the movie. Be like Ike. No, not like that. <laughs> Shut up. 
Um, so he had this great rookie year. The next season, he starts out and he's on a tear through the first part, of the first like few weeks of April. He's like second in the league in hitting and like eight home runs. Then he has a collision with David Wright on the infield. They were both. It was like an in between one, like right between the pitchers mound, and they both collided. And he had a hairline fracture in his ankle. But naturally, being the Mets, they didn't find out about the hairline fracture for three weeks and let him play on it. <laughs> so uh, they misdiagnosed painful. it as a, a bruise. Oh my God. Um, so then he missed the entire season. Next season comes back. Um, and in spring training, he got valley fever. The fuck? It's something that happens to people that live in like desert areas. Oh, I it's something it was like people live in like no, valley. It's, no, it's called York. valley fever, and it lasts for months. And he started out that year. I remember he had a, th- a two home run game at Yankee Stadium. I was at. He started out like from April, I want to say until like June. He was batting like one ninety, and he had like twelve home runs. But he just looked awful. And then the second half, he went on a crazy home run tear. I'm like, oh, this dude's got it now. He got it figured out. He's healthy. And then he sucked every season after that. Huh. It was a shame. And then. Well, well, Duda uh, came in, and Duda was really good. Duder. I, I, even yeah, when Ike, it was funny, even when Ike was like the guy every Mets fan wanted, I was Team Duda. I bought a fucking Duda jersey when he was an outfielder. Like I was like, Wait, this is my guy. That dude was an outfielder. He, they started him out in right field, dude. That fucking that that lummox of a man dude, playing okay. right field. Okay, as bad as he was in the outfield, you know who was even worse in the outfield? Conforto. No, Daniel Murphy. Yeah, I'm sure, dude. Daniel Murphy. Was he good at second base, dude? Oh my god, I, I remember this. Okay, so in the 09 season. It was the first year at City Field. I think I told you about this. The year before in 08 when they collapsed, they were great everywhere. Johan was unbelievable. Their, Delgado had a huge year. Beltran, Reyes, right? Huge years. And their bullpen was just horrific and they blew so many games. So they signed Francisco Rodriguez and they, they trade for J.J. Putz, two legit closers. And Daniel Murphy, who in 08 made his debut, was awesome the last two months of the season. Everyday left fielder. This kid can hit. He's like Don Mattingly. He can hit is what they're saying. Oh, and he started out... He hit the first home run of the season that year in Cincinnati against the Reds. It would be weird if it was Cincinnati against the Diamondbacks. Um, <laughs> and so I remember they're on this like good little start to the season. There was a game in Miami. I was in Florida at the time, actually. Um, and it's a, a, Johan was pitching. And it's a deep, deep drive to left field, like almost to the warning track. And Murphy has it lined up. And it literally just hits him in the glove and falls out. <laughs> and Johan, it was literally the typical DeGrom game where Johan was so good besides the defense and the bullpen fucking up and them not scoring. Just a straight up Charlie Brown moment. So that wasn't even his worst play. It was like a month and a half later against the Milwaukee Brewers. I remember because fucking Ryan Braun ended up hitting a grand slam in this game. Daniel Ryan Murphy. Was juiced da, da, oh my God. The, uh, yeah, the, the, he was on all the juice. He was fucking juicy juice, dude. Right. He was juicy fucking juice. sauced up. He was drinking soaps for lunch. It was, a, it, was a, it was a pop fly off the bat of Carlos Gomez, right? And Murphy's coming in, okay. and you could tell instantly he was running too fast for what this was. <laughs> this motherfucker, you could tell he overran it because you watch his head keep going back. Oh no! So, oh, no. Wait, oh, no. so wait, he starts to slip. This motherfucker crouches down and tries to launch himself backwards, <laughs> like literally, just he like like a spring backwards to try and catch it. I, I've tried finding this play a hundred times. I can't find it anywhere because if you look up Daniel Murphy error 09 season, you're gonna find like 50 of these. <laughs> Dude, it was so bad. And then he would have a play. He used to do this at second base, too. He'd make horrible plays, and he'll make some fucking slick play, going to his left, a good throw. There's so many of them. If you, you'll probably find the one with the Marlins. No, no, literally, the first thing that pops up is fucking 2015 when the ball rolled underneath his fucking... Oh, my God. Um, no, but ba- so what else? Did, oh, did you hear the Aaron Judge rumor that was around this week, Josh? No. Taylor. What, that uh, he sucks? Well, besides the fact that he sucks, that the Yankees, the Yankees had... It's not that good 
right now. It's Yankees, purely an opinion. The Yankees it. had um, discussions with the Angels about him. Light yeah. discussions was the rumor. Now, to my what? my first thought, genuine. The, my first thought is what team leaked it? Yeah. And usually, I would say the Yankees. I would see. So historically speaking, no, the Yankees were pretty good about keeping things under wraps. No, I know that, but. I don't know this time because I you got to think. So this dude is hurt a lot, right? Yeah. Insanely talented. Do you know how old he's going to be when he's in hits free agency when his arbitration years are up? Thirty one, I think. Right. Do you want to give that dude a seven year contract? No. A- unless he's playing one hundred and forty games that a year. Was the most genuine no, no I've ever seen. I think Josh it, it, like legitimately scared. No, dude. No, well, dude, it's you know what, like, he's going to be your David Wright, but not as good as it, David. It sucks, dude, because like he's got so much potential, unlimited potential. He had, and I knew it, and I and I damned it at the time. You guys are my witnesses. You've seen me say this was a. Bad thing to do. People comparing him to fucking Jeter. Oh my god, they're like, look yeah. at this kid with bigger numbers than Mickey no, Mantle. Right. You know, right. doing all this stuff. Like, you know, let the kid fucking grow at that point, man. Yeah, well, you, you're, you talk, know, you're talking about a 22 year old kid in the middle of New York City playing for. He wasn't even no, 22. No, no, no. He, he, came, he came, Yeah, he came up oh, late. Oh, he, came up yeah, late. He, he was like, not I, very I, good I, in the minors. No, I, he, I thought he was a kid. his rookie year. His actual like technical, not rookie year, but his debut year. He was terrible. Okay, so even still, a 27 year old kid, you throw an immediately right into the spotlight. You're the baby bombers. And on top of that, you're playing for one of the most prestigious organizations in the, the history. The organization. It's yeah. the organization. In, in, in the history of sports in America. It's the, right? the Yankees pinstripes are synonymous right. with American values. It's like sure. the Constitution, uh, hot dogs, Yankee pinstripes. I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. So really? Yeah. Judge, That's judge, a hell of a fucking thing. <laughs> judge was in the system. Hell I'm sorry. The, the no. atom bomb, too. Right. Stop. <laughs> All right. Two of them, actually. No, the, wrestle, but, the wrestler so, atom bomb. Oh, my God. No, I, th- I thought it was a... Uh, 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 Avalanche. No, there was a wrestler named Adam Bomb. So Judge and Sanchez were in the system forever. You yeah. always heard about these guys. Oh, there's these two guys down in the minors. They're hitting yeah. fucking bombs, but they're not doing anything else. Right. You know, their averages are low. They're just hitting bombs. Okay. And if they finally come up, and Sanchez looks good right away. He Judge was like, 2016, no, 2016 was he, Sanchez, where he, he was, was insane in the second half. He yeah. was the guy, when I, when I remember that happening, when I was like really back into baseball, I remember that happening. I'm like, that kid's going to be something. Mm-hmm. And now I've been wrong before. So the difference is, is that Greg Sanchez, Oden. Sanchez is pure talent and a lot of laziness. Yes. Judge is a lot of power and a lot of athleticism, work athleticism, athleticism, and work ethic and size. When he came <laughs> up, he, that that's why I get so mad about the whole Girardi thing because Girardi and uh, what was the fucking uh, Kevin Kevin King Kevin Kevin Long. Kevin hitting Long. coach Kevin Long, Kevin, Hi- Kevin Long and and Girardi were the best possible pairing for Judge because well, Kevin Kevin Long's the one that turned Daniel Murphy into a power hitter. Yeah. He was great at getting guys to turn on him when they're lefties. Mm-hmm. He was awesome at it. When Mark Teixeira couldn't hit for average anymore, he's like, dude, just hit home runs. Yeah, and then he hit a lot to the warning track. <laughs> <laughs> warning track power. That was warning that. track power. You know, and, and it just over time, Judge just kept getting better and better because he's got that work ethic. But then his body started to break down because he's so fucking big. Yeah, Sanchez just got lazy. He's a lazy fuck. That guy should be it's, the well, best catching, the, the best hitting catcher in the league. Agreed. I won't say the best even, catcher. Because so even in his rookie year where he, he was, he was, he was the shit. His defense wasn't great, but he could throw everyone out. Yeah. And then they started cha- they changed his stance like three different times. Yeah. Now he's doing the one knee. Even Posada called it out the other day. And it's laziness. It's entitlement is the other side of it. Like he got. Let's be let's be real about it. He's one of the big reasons why Girardi isn't the manager anymore. Uh, he Sanchez, might be the primary. He reason. might be the primary reason. I think a big part of it is that 
Jordy was be tired of being told how to make his lineup. Yeah. I, I I can't see him being a guy that likes that. Yeah. Um, especially because you know it's not like Boone where he came from ESPN right to managing the fucking Yankees. Girardi paid his dues as a manager once already. Yep. Yeah. He was manager of the year and he got fired for it. Literally, one manager of the year as, with the Marlins got fired. This doesn't Dude, make could, any sense. Could to me, could. Could a guy any better get fucked over more by the teams he's been managing? Yeah, and it's... You like, would think Girardi's a fucking legacy, too, man. He was a good goddamn catcher for them. Yeah, he was great. But the problem... Well, the, for, the, but this the, is the, the problem. The, the best him and Posada watching, hated each other. Right. Posada hated him. The, the, the best is watching an, an 18-year-old Derek Jeter in the middle of that Armando Benitez fucking brawl. Yeah, yeah. In, like, what, 1998? Oh, my and, God. And, yeah, that was good. I love that brawl. Girardi and someone from the uh, Orioles legit holding hands... Like hand in hand, trying to make sure everything's fine, and Daryl Strawberry not giving a fuck. Yeah, dude. Well, he was also right he, was, he was also on crack. Yes, dude. Like, also, what, what listen, really that's why I love about about Sanchez and his laziness. Like, if you think of the Yankees, if you you know, obviously they have legends at every position. Sure, but they consistently have among the best catchers in the league for sure. Even yeah. the couple years where they had Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Russell fucking. Um, I mean, you're, Russell you're, Martin, Russell you're, Martin, Russell you're Martin. New York Yankees season. second baseman. Yeah, was that a second baseman? No catcher, catcher. No, you're New York Yankees second baseman, That's Russell, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, fuck no, no, no. We're talking about Russell Martin. They I'm had Russell Martin for Russell a couple Martin. years. Russell Martin. He was the best defensive catcher. First and time I get to do it, and you're like, no. Talking about I, forgot what, I forgot because we were in football mode. Yeah. Not till Thursday, at least. Not, um, but oh, Russell, yeah, the draft is Ru- Russell Martin. Even Benji Molina played really well for them. Yeah. One of the flying you know, but like, Molina I'm talking brothers. about, like, you know, go all the way back. You know, you fucking Yogi. Uh, wasn't Munson? Thur- Munson Thurman Munson. Thurman Munson. Fucking Jorge Posada. Fucking Girardi. Joe Girardi. Munson the Jorge Posada. Yeah. Dude, Thurman Munson, he didn't last long. No, he didn't. No. Uh, <laughs> Mun gone too soon. <laughs> um, well, what else was going on in baseball? Um, so, obviously, fucking DeGrom on Friday was just uh, obscene. It, it was it was offensive. It was pro- it was probably the best pitching performance I've ever seen him. No, second best. And I will I, I live and die by I watched I watched Roy Halliday's perfect game live. I, uh, the best amazing. perfect game I've ever seen was Matt Cain's. That was the most Matt dominant I've ever seen. Yeah. And technically speaking, based on the team he was going against. Um, it was the most. It was the most do, the Fuck. the best offense that ever got a perfect game yes. against them. Um, you know what's funny? So they have a, a there is a system to grade pitching performances. Uh, the highest you can get is like a little over a hundred, and Degrom's sure. actually only ranks third. Um, that game the other night, which is still insanely impressive when you consider the pitchers the Mets have had through mm-hmm. the years. Um, that's one thing with the Mets. Even even when they were bad, they always had a really so, good pitcher like R. A. Dickey winning the fucking. So a, a lot of people need to calm down because I, obviously we all listen to the fan here. For sure, this, for the most part, and a lot of fans need to calm down. And I've I've learned more being a New York sports fan officially over the last couple of years. Yo, we overreact a lot, and I I I drink the Kool Aid that Yo Lindor figure it out, I dog. I, you know this, but like I need everybody to calm down and stop comparing this season to fucking Doc in '85 already. Like, can we just? Well, this um, is the and, problem. And, and, and here and here's here's my reason for that, right? Didn't fucking finish yet. Calm down. Like he had, he had an otherworldly start last Friday, right? Yeah, correct. That's without debating. Well, and he's and, only and, the and third he, player ever to, to have three straight, three, no, three straight starts of fourteen, 14 plus strikeouts. That's that's insane. It's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. one of them just happened two years ago, but whatever. Right. Like, no, I know that. But what I'm saying is, like, stop with this crazy comparison. Well, this is, to Doc. But the only the only type of thing that made sense to me was when Keith. And Gary were on the commentary, and Gary's like, "Was what, what? Have you seen anything else like this?" And Keith goes, "Yeah, Tom." No. 
Yeah, he said, but he said no. He said myself, no, not even Doc. What Keith said. Well, no, but he, but he said, well, obviously not even Doc. But he also said, like, what else? What other I, pitcher? I, the Tom. reason the reason they're going to compare Degrom his to start to Doc is because it, it's Degrom. Like we've seen no, him agree. be great before, and I will argue that his Cy Young season from two years, three years ago when he was now, seven and ten. Um, when he was, no, he wasn't seven and ten. It was he had a five hundred record. It was oh, above okay. five hundred. He just didn't. He didn't have a dramatic amount of wins. Was, it, was that was um, that was that when the guy got hung up on Steve Summers? Yes, correct. The yeah. one guy didn't vote for him. Fucking um, asshole. But he, um, he has a track record, and the run he's on right now, if he sustains this year, and let's say he finishes like he did la- even last year, and he ends up with those same kind of numbers, he's a Hall of Famer. it's it's with it's maybe one of the five best runs a pitcher has ever, ever had. had. It's and I'm not saying this to fucking because I'm a Mets fan. And I love the guy, and That's I, the I, truth. I it, it it's I I have not seen a pitcher this dominant. I said this to you guys the other night. Since Pedro in '99, well, so and that's the thing about the pitchers we've had. We had Clayton Kershaw, who fucking dominant. Justin yes. Verlander, Cy Youngs, and an MVP. Tim Lincecum. Tim Lincecum. Johan Santana. I mean, I mean you got to Roy Halladay. You, you got you to think Barry Zito at one point Barry was fucking Z- ridiculous. Barry Zito, yeah, before he you know got yes. big money from the Giants. Yes. But think about right. some of the dom. I mean, CC Sabathia, Cliff Lee. Mm-hmm. We had some dominant. Cliff Lee was ridiculous. Cliff Lee was awesome. Yeah. Zach Greinke was an awesome fucking. But he, he still, still is a really yo, good pitcher. Verlander in Detroit was. Ridiculous Scherzer, Scherzer, another one of these guys, and what Grom is on pace to do clips all of them. Yeah, that's that's like the one thing. Like, mad respect to Degrom. You know, like uh, as a Yankee fan, you know, obviously, you know, we had CC Sabathia, but we got we got two dominant seasons out of him. Yeah, yeah. You know, we haven't haven't had a dominant pitcher like a truly dominant. Now you do. Oh yeah, right now we do. But he's a fucking dog. They're different too. A Cole, Cole and Degrom. It's so funny. They're completely different pitchers when you look at the attitude because Degrom is up there and there's no emotion on him. He's right. just, he just goes through it. He's literally playing chess and you guys are fucking playing Battleship. Mm-hmm. Like he knows what he's doing every single time. That's good. While Cole yeah, like is up that. there, he's fu- and I like guys like Scherzer's like that. He's talking to his fucking mitt the whole fucking time. I love that too. I, I ha- yeah. I, and then I, you can see the interview with Degrom after the game, and they said he say to him, "I was like, uh, one of your teammates said that you go up there, uh, you don't want to strike him out, you want to take their soul." And Degrom is like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude. I was like, it's like Anderson Silva. That's kind of honestly what he reminds me of a little bit. Uh, uh, Gelb said the same thing on the broadcast as it was as he was about. We were like, is he going to take the eighth or are they, yeah, they going to get the ninth, ninth inning? Yeah. And Gelb's was like, he doesn't want to beat you. He wants to embarrass you. Yeah. And while the shot is on him and he's just sitting there like, I just, this is just casual. Casual. It's, it's, he's so, like you said, he's stoic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, this is this is a routine run of the mill. This is just what I do. Yeah, I love players that show emotion. I love Tatis covering his eyes. Sure, sure. I, I low key love Bow. We're talking a lot of shit, even though we trolled us for two. Yeah, months. I, I do but too. Like, I like personality, but. I, I there's something I adore about Garrett Cole when he strikes somebody else. Like, fuck. It's well, like that's I like that. I like right. that shit. That's what I, that's what I wish I we had in the fucking it. lineup. I wish there was a guy like that in the fucking I lineup. That. I yeah. love that fucking when he drives me nuts. Dude. I love that when he was in Houston. I love that it was him and Verlander and Grinky at the same time. Like fuck Charlie all. Charlie Morton you. too. Charlie yes. Morton too. It's like fuck all. Colin you guys. McHugh was good for them. You know what well, I mean? Like, so actually, you know who Degrom? I, I could think of more like in, in, in fight terms that he reminds me of is Fedor Emelianenko. Fucking swung because because. 
Fedor w- would walk out there and no emotion on his face. Run. He's just going out there. He's like, I'm going to do my thing. You could throw whatever you want at me. And the fight that I could think of, and this was towards the end of Fedor's like undefeated streak, mm. was it was in Affliction. When Affliction was an organization for two shows. He fought, <laughs> yeah. he fought Andre Arlovsky. And this is when Arlovsky was on like an eight-fight winning streak. Former two-time UFC champion. Okay. Um, he And he was just crushing everyone. Right. It, he looked unbelievable. And he goes out there and he's boxing Fedor up. And I'm like, holy shit, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? He's not hitting Fedor clean, but he's controlling the pace. He's pushing him backwards. In the corner of the cage, or the ring, He uh, Andre hits Fedor with like a teep, a push kick, and it pushes him up into the fucking turnbuckle. And right when he does that, Andre, he got duped into whatever Fedor was doing, and he goes to throw a flying knee. And right while he is in the fucking air, Fedor unloads his right hand, and it happens so fast, and yeah. Andre face plants, and only Big John noticed it first. That's what the Grom reminds me of. Is like yeah. you could sit there and think, and that's because I've told you a thousand times. My favorite starts to Grom is when he doesn't have his best stuff because he'll still shut you down for seven innings. Yeah. When he's like he's literally playing a mental game, and he, dude, his best his best pitch, his best breaking pitch. Hasn't even been thrown once this year. His yeah. curve, he hasn't thrown his curveball all year. Dude, his, his I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the guy. You know, I, I want to see him throw a perfect game. Dude, I want to see him win the World well, Series. What's you funny know, like, is he's a guy that deserves. On, fucking, one, one of my favorite pictures is from 2015. Long hair, motherfucker, don't care, with a cigar in his mouth. Oh, dude, when they when they clinch the NL, soaked in fucking champagne. That man deserves every single he's, accolade. I would be ruined for him anywhere besides division rivals because yes. his story's cool. Mm-hmm. Like he was a shortstop. That's He's a young pitcher. Dude, and like was he, 31? I, I, he, dude, he's talking about already like pitching into his 40s. And the fact that he's throwing harder now than when he debuted. And you see those graphics of what his release point is like with every pitch. It's in the same spot. Yo, when you, when you, when you said that. As a baseball fan, and this again, this could, and even if it was on a division rival, if I see things like this, I sit there kind of just in fucking awe. I'm just like, this is, you're seeing, you know, baseball to me, its history is more important than any other sport. Right. I think it relies on its history more than any other sport. It's, it's over 150 yeah, it's, years. It, it is truly America's pastime, whether it's in a lull and the fans aren't there anymore. When you look at it, it no sport relies on their history more than baseball. And when you're seeing something that 50 years from now, it's going to get compared to. Yeah. That's fucking it's, cool, man. Well, that's well, really cool. Well, that's the same thing. We it's were just, really cool well, as a baseball we, we, fan. We, we, we were just talking about with Otani being compared to yeah, Babe Ruth. Yeah, dude. It's like, like we're the, seeing, like, like it's like, not Babe Ruth, but holy shit, someone's but, doing stuff Babe Ruth was. Well, it's still, like, you know, for you guys, you know, being my friends as Mets fans, yes. you know, like, I want you guys Allegedly. to... <laughs> what, the friends part or the Mets fan part? Both. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want you guys to, like, fucking see this shit, man. Yeah, you know, man. like, I think about, like, some of the shit I've been spoiled by. I've seen two perfect games thrown by my team in my lifetime. I've seen... And multiple no-hitters. And one of them was by a fucking Met. Wait, wait, wait. Doc Gooden. No, no, don't tell me. I'm going to guess them right now. Hold on. Okay. Because it's the only, t- there are only two perfect, no, there's three perfect games in Yankee history. Yep. One of them is Don Larson. You were not alive for that. Correct. That was Allegedly. World Series. Allegedly. Allegedly not alive. Plus, <laughs> <laughs> Yogi Berra jumping his arms. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was in black and white. He's an old cut. Uh, I'll, I'll give you one hint. No, they no, were no. in back-to-back years. Ew, dude. Back to, okay, one of them pitched for the Mets, and his name is David Cohn. Yes. The other one was a, f- uh, had a mustache. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Fat fuck. Fat yeah. fuck, yeah. David Wells. Yes, yeah, sir. Ah! And he was hung over. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was hung over his shit. Oh, my God. Um, no, and we've. I've gotten to see one no-hitter. I've yes. gotten to see and no World Max Series. Scherzer. I've gotten to see no World Series. I've gotten to see one batting title. You know, I got to, I got to see fucking uh, Scott Epstein hit for the cycle, <laughs> dude. They didn't have a player hit for three home runs at home until 2013, and it was Kirk Newenheis. 
That's <laughs> like, dude, the players, like, I had to watch fucking opening day lineups with Colin Cowgill hitting I cleanup. About, like, for you, I think about all the bad contracts, all the bad free agents. Wait, what do you mean bad enough. contracts? Fucking... Jason Bay was great. <laughs> oh, what do you mean bad contracts? Francisco Rodriguez didn't beat up his father-in-law at City Field. Oh, what do you mean bad contracts? Michael Kadire, he's like 40. Oh, I went to the World Series. What do you mean bad contracts? What was the most recent one? The, the um, fucking, when we did the baseball Dylan show. Dylan Patensis? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> when we did the baseball show a couple of summers ago, it was uh, fuck. Uh, where you guys were joking about it? Where is this guy? I already forgot. Fucking, uh, uh, I know oh, who you're talking oh, are you talking about, about fucking? Um, oh my god, he's uh, I know Jed Lowry. <laughs> Jed Lowry, who's not even his fucking Yo, fault, dude. Al- Oliver pa- Oliver Perez, one of my favorite examples, gets a huge contract from the Mets after the 08 season. Comes in like 30 pounds overweight in 09. <laughs> Horrible. Then we bring him back the next year because he's on contract. He's horrible again. He sucks for like two years. We trade him or cut him. And now he is still pitching in the league. He's going on his 21st season this year. That's I think crazy. his 21st. And he's one of the best left-handed relievers. And that there's a reinvention for you. Yes. There's no yes. better reinvention ever than Rick Ann Keel going from a great pitcher to, to a, a guy. A fucking guy uh, that just that hits piss missiles to left field. Dude, a piss missiles with the sickest arm in the outfield. <laughs> and this was a dude that suddenly he was nasty. And then suddenly he couldn't throw strikes. Yep. It was, I'd never seen the yips hit a pitcher harder than Rick Ann Keel. And it, he was actually a Met for a little bit. I, literally, was he really? dude, he was a Met for a little bit. I think in 2000. And 12, I think. Dude, fucking Jeff Francoeur was a Met. Yeah. Like, Angel Pagan was a guy. They were like, he's not that good. You know, like, you, guys like, had, uh, you guys had El Duque for a couple years. We there, had right? El Duque. We had Moises Alou. Justin like, Turner. Justin Turner, who we let go. That's another one. We let Justin <laughs> Yo, Turner go, becomes a superstar. We let Angel Pagan go. He goes to the Giants and wins World Series. As a cool. Met fan, learning the history, here's my favorite LOL Mets moment the time they traded Nolan Ryan. <laughs> Um, okay, no, honestly. It doesn't matter if he was 19. I mean, but how, who could see well, the future? Well, but, of like, course. all you have to do is just say it like that. Yeah, the and Mets traded no one. Well, no, what's funny is those, they, those look back moments on every team. The fucking the Falcons traded Brett Favre. Well, when I think about with Favre. The, the Nolan Ryan Favre. stuff, Nolan Ryan throws, throws seven no hitters, and the Mets didn't get one until 2012. <laughs> Like, like, think about that. The motherfucker threw seven no-hitters, never won a Cy Young. We had fucking Tom Seaver winning Cy Youngs every year. He gets a one-hitter, and then he gets his 300th win as a fucking member of the White Sox. That's fucking like, stupid. Oh, everything hurts. Like, the history I wasn't even alive for, I look at it. Like, we have what should be one of the great pitchers of all time in Doc Gooden, and he misses the 86 fucking uh, parade because he's doing crack. And he wakes, he, he wakes up in a crack house. He wakes up in a crack house in Harlem, and the parade is on TV, which by the way, ESPN just dropped the I first say, poster for the uh, 86 fun. Mets 30 for 30. Yo, what it, about, it, it, what it, about uh, Gooden cleans up, goes to the Yankees, wins World Series? Wins oh, World shit. Series. Dude, <laughs> he throws a no-hitter. Dude, I think that's... 300th win, Tom Seaver, greatest Mets pitcher of all time in a White Sox Doc Gooden, Gooden, no no-hitters, dominant 85 season, throws a no-hitter in a Yankee uniform. <laughs> and they also get Daryl Strawberry, wins World Series with him. Like, it goes on. And on and, dude, and fucking great ball, dude. Think about this. Think about this. That's my the inner Mets, download. The Mets didn't get a, a, a no hitter before a sh- a, well, the fucking third prospect in the trade for Johan Santana in one of his only good starts ever. Philip Umber throws a no hitter. <laughs> I saw that and I was just like, "This is bullshit. This guy sucks." And his next start, he sucked. 
Then we know, finally got to know how to I, you know, I, I, I wish I wish there was a I used to be a video of you guys on Facebook yelling at each other about baseball. Yes. And, it I, happens a lot, dude. No, but yeah. th- this this one this was one I remember mean? very vividly because it was your sister videotaping and you're yelling about some, you're yelling about movies and in the middle of it, it was about Josh saying he hates the British. Yes. So, yeah. And and in the middle of it for some reason you go and the fucking Rangers drafted this guy named like you Darvish or something and he sucks too and I don't know what the context was I just remember that well, like it was he yesterday. was he was justifying his hatred for the English by by using my hatred at the time for the Japanese baseball player right I'm gonna say baseball player because I don't want to appear too offensive yeah. um and, but then here was the problem though I gave all examples of British things that Josh likes and he was like <laughs> I was like Michael Caine he's awesome John Cleese he's awesome I then I made the mistake of saying uh, Austin Powers is like no, 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 no. Oh, that's what it was. You, my friend, have said Austin Powers is a good movie. Uh, no, no, but he goes, that is not a British movie because Mike Myers is playing a British man. <laughs> yeah, and yeah I'm like, that's right. I'm like, only like everyone else in the movie is British. <laughs> I, just, I just remember that video so vividly and you just talking shit about you, Darvish, and then I just watched him start for the fucking Padres a couple days yeah, ago. Yeah. And, and he's very good. He, t- he finally became good. Um, Why don't we actually, okay. I was just going to say, this has been 50 minutes of you watch I baseball, really, yeah, which is really kind of cool. All right, let's yeah. let's do our let's do our reviews. That was very our, organic. I like yes, that. I like that a lot. Okay, so listen, I I got a piss. Can we like pause for a sure. second? Sure. I really got uh, no. Don't pause. We'll just keep yeah. talking. Go yeah, pee. That's fine. What are you gonna so, pee with? Uh, my dick and balls. What also? What was that Yo, the game? Pee is stored in the balls. <laughs> pee is stored in the balls. Yo, do you remember that uh, the one game we went to where the guy was fucking uh, heckling um, uh, the Cubs catcher? Who was it? It was like a. The Cubs Giovanni Cubs. Soto. Giovanni Soto, who a really good rookie year and then was never the same. Yeah. What I, re- I have a, a, a. It was the night game we went to. It's, to a Mets game? Yeah, it was the one the night that we got lost in Manhattan. Was that the night that we got tickets from someone and then they were they actually gave them to someone else by accident? And, and then we had, we had to, to buy tickets we had at the to buy tickets at the box office? <laughs> yeah, yes, thank correct. God we were at a Mets game. Yes, thank you, correct. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a random. So what? he was heckling Giovanni Soto. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what he was saying. I just remember very vividly he was like stand up in front of us and start heckling. Heckling Giovanni Soto of all people, like it was just a kind of ro- like a roguely memorable night because of the getting lost part. Uh, dude, we ended up in Times Square from <laughs> yeah. Queens because that was like when the G- only GPS you could use was still like a Garmin. It wasn't yeah. on your Well, phone. no, it was the TomTom. It was like the That's onset right. of GPS technology. So I, I just so. thought about well, maybe my favorite heckling thing. I've there's a few like really good heckling moments I've seen in my life. The only time I ever was like afraid of an athlete, I was heckling Adam Dunn, <laughs> and it was it's a year after of a man. I, he was a year. After we were on field level for batting practice at Shea Stadium, it was a year after he set the single season strikeout record. And literally, I'm just strikeouts. And like he finally comes around our corner, and I'm like, and here's the single season strikeout king. And this motherfucker did like the Undertaker turn and looked at me. <laughs> and I was like, this, this guy is a literal refrigerator. <laughs> um, there, there was a game in 08 when their bullpen was horrible again. Uh, that season was awful. And I remember my fucking dad. And we're pretty close to, like, the fucking field level. And he just starts going, throw a strike. (laughs) Throws a ball. Again, (laughs) throw a strike. Throws another ball. So then he does it again. Throw a strike. And then finally, after he walks him, he goes, God damn it, would you throw a fucking strike? (laughs) 
screams it. There's families around. And also when me and Nick Cardenas started the DUI chant, Jason Worth at the game. <laughs> Dude, that one was literally section 135, and we're going. No, no, no. It's different. But so, so I changed the section. I told you. Oh, no, no. I was saying we were in section 135. It was oh. the left field wall. It was the fucking the wall right there. So, so DUI. DUI. And Nick's so, going, I'll call you a cab, you fucking drunk. So, so, so. The Grom Garden Gnome night. So, so you were 135 that night? Yes, yes. Um, and Nick Nick was fucked up and he dropped his bobblehead and the head just popped off. It was like, all right. So, so, uh, real quick. So, we are going June 12th. Tickets are purchased as of today. Next game. Oh, I sent you the, uh, the Venmo. Perfect. So, I, we're all good. Um, I do have to actually, I, I'm, I gotta, I gotta acquire two more tickets because. Okay, now Quaz wants to come. Well, it's also because his birthday is the 15th. I don't care. I know. I don't either. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, care. like, you know, it, it would be cool, you know, on a Saturday. He's he's a Met fan. So who else? Who else? Quaz and Stell? Uh, maybe Stell. Literally, as uh, anyone else that wants to go, it could be our friend Nick too. Uh, who's, oh, who's, like who's down to hang out? No, different Nick. Oh, oh yeah, Nick. It, that, be, Nick. Down that, that our Nick. No, no shot. Nowhere near a baseball field. No yeah. shot. Not what none whatsoever. But my favorite thing ever was my buddy Marcus. I texted me and goes. Who's this guy? And I hope I don't piss him off. <laughs> Were you in that group chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Who's Marcus? And is he gonna? Is he cool? Or is he gonna piss me off? <laughs> Dan, you better not get in my fucking face. Dan, I, that was so fucking funny. And, and he goes, "Wait, how many people are going?" <laughs> I go, I go, it's not just you and me. Am I going to make Marcus uncomfortable? Oh, God. Go, get out, get out. Hey, McNeil hits a home run. There we go. All right, one nothing. It was a a solo shot? Yeah, solo. Um, uh, Am I going to, like, creep Marcus out? No, not at all. Okay, he's cool. He's boys? Yeah, he's boys. I want to annoy him? Uh, What would annoy him? What could I do to annoy him? (laughs) Listen, there's, it's, he puts up with a lot, man. Like, like, like he's put up with a lot of us for... That's not the reason, but there's but a, that too. No, there, the, there's a like he just. You're, not saying, you're saying he hasn't faced he, black struggle. He puts, that's fucked up. I, I I don't know. I don't ask him about it, and he doesn't tell if he does. Wow, so, that's um, your white privilege talking. That's not true. It's just that's something I don't discuss because <laughs> your white privilege. We talk about it all the time. Who's we? <laughs> you're. you're. <laughs> That was very organic, and I don't hate it. Um, all right. Are we going to do reviews now? We went an hour. Yes, yes. We, I, we must I, do I, reviews. I, I, okay. I genuinely enjoy Especially all. because we all have great. reviews yes, to do. All I think reviews. we all did everything, right? Yes. 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 Um, I genuinely enjoyed all of that. Okay. So, Taylor. Yes. You gave me Lil Dicky, professional rapper. Yes. And um, it was cool because... After it's funny because you just finished Dave, right, Josh? Yeah. yeah. Josh is the one that told me to watch Dave, and I finished it before you did. Yeah. Um, and then we were both told you you should watch it. Now you watched it and you loved it. So you're like on a little dicky kick, I guess. Yeah, facts. All right. So I love this album. It's amazing. It, it was so much fun. Um, there's a few things I want to highlight Tell on. Tell me here. it's not one of the funniest fucking things you've Dude, ever I was to. crying at certain points. Um, so I did w- listen to Earth and watch the music video as well. Fucking fantastic. If I would watch that movie a thousand times oh, over. A million times How over. How great is that animation in that Dude, video? Dude, it's fucking Legit. it's phenomenal. It's so good. Um, so Meet the Birds opening interlude, fine. Uh professional rapper featuring featuring Snoop is a five. Uh funny as shit, great way to start it. Um I, I don't I want to get to the ones actually like deep notes on did you love the little skit at the end yes it's like, I, it's like it, you want coffee water maybe some head dude, did, you, did you just say head i, I fucking <laughs> died at that shit oh, no man. album i was cracking up who knew good beat um let me freak was my least favorite song it's fine it's it's fine it's not just the one that didn't connect yeah, with me the most um the sound more so i lost my shit at white crime white crime oh, me is too. Very dude funny. it committing the dumbest crimes ever cheating on tests 
stealing Wi-Fi. The one that made me think of myself is when you go to the house, it leaves the Halloween bucket out, and it says take one. I don't take just all the candy. I take the actual bucket. I've come home with bowls, and my dad's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, um, so I, I appreciate that one. Never fully stopping at the stop sign. Like, the shit he was talking about, I was rolling. Because it is... This is meta rap. Uh, yeah. Like it's it's it pokes so much fun at it, and you go into other songs. Um, the one with Brandon Yuri was really good. It was an emo rap song. Um, <laughs> oh, doctor, <laughs> they had no idea. Nice, dude. We're just into our reviews now. We started out with a fifty-minute baseball conversation. What up, you rap master? Hey, dude. What the fuck are you doing here? I told him to come. <laughs> Sorry, Doctor Bob just came, and he hasn't been on the show in a while. I'm not going to stand up, but hey, buddy, how are you? What's up, buddy? Um, we were actually just talking about you. Yeah, we were. We were? No, actually, no. We yeah. weren't. No, we weren't. Well, kind of. We were talking about something he's involved in. Oh, sodomy. Yes. The, game. <laughs> the baseball game. Um, there you yeah, go. Yeah, you watch oh, nice. baseball yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to baseball again this year. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to baseball again. Um, so, 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 Will Dickey, White yes, White. Uh, I like the song with Brandon Yuri on here. That was really good. The one's like an emo rap song. That's no, actually a really good so, song. So, that what's that called? Molly, I think? Uh, yes, Molly. Dude, that's legit a heartbreaking thing. And it's so fucked up, too, because once you watch the show, Dave, and you listen to that, Yes. That's exactly what happened. 100%. And you find out that that's 1,000% well, thing that It was funny, like, thing that having watched Dave before really listening to his music, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, it's all there now. So, bruh, he spits fire on that fucking song. Uh-huh. Bruh's awesome. Bruh's very good. Um, the Hannibal Burris interlude, I was fucking... Yo, that was fucking hilarious. He shits... I, I love... The thing that he rapped, that he shit on, that made me laugh the hardest, because this is my least favorite... I've gone to rap concerts. I've seen Snoop. I've seen Jay-Z. They rap over the actual song. So, it's literally... They they could just take off verses. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you got to stop doing that shit. He said, stop having 35 people on stage. No one could do that at their regular job. Just be like, here's 35 of my friends. <laughs> it's like, do you pay them when you're there? Do they travel with you? Do you pay for their travel? I was fucking... Probably. Pro- legitimately, probably. Have, have, um, have you ever listened to Lil Dicky Bob? I was going to say I'm an asshole. I should have listened to this record. Dude, you'll like it. It's really funny. Um, it doesn't matter. My work here is done. You called it a record. Uh, you did call it a record. I liked <laughs> I liked Save That Molly a lot, because or Save That Money, because it's... Save the, That Money it is fucking great it's, with, a be, with a killer beat, dude. Dude, the beat on it, the beats on all these Bro, is good, but the, in this yo, one, dude, he the, talks about shopping, buying off-brand with his Walgreens card. It's the opposite of rap. He's not talking about spending money on, like, a fucking a like, Bentley <laughs> and buying Cristal. He's talking about just literally... Flight book in December, but I leave in May. <laughs> dude, the, dude you know, the part at the end when he's... He at, uses when he, his cousin Greg's Netflix account. It's <laughs> What he says, dude. The, the the part at the end when he's at when he's like, he's rapping about how like he's trying to like not pay for the extra fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. extra iced coffee. He goes, because I'm about to ask what the ice cubes were. <laughs> <laughs> dude, okay, he, he, like it's, want- he he's so funny. He's so good at it, and he literally like. It gets to a point where it's almost ridiculous, the stuff he's saying. It's Well, you know what's funny? So I always talk about people bring up Weird Al like as a joke. And I'm like, people realize the music and Weird Al shit is really good. It's like phenomenal. The music he makes is very, what he does. Free is, trial memberships, though. Dude, dude, I ain't okay. working with the shits, though. So, oh, well, I liked. That was a three. But my um, personality was awesome. It's a rapper talking about getting pussy with his personality rather than just because of the size of his dick. <laughs> he's talking about literally being nice to her and being a gentleman. And that's how he's going to get pussy. Hilarious. Oh, fuck you. But my favorite... What happened? No, it's a doll back hit This is a long run. record. It's 1-1. One, one. It is. There's there's skits in it. Bob. 20 tracks. You're, you're going to love it because... This Lil Dicky is a rapper and he needs it, dude. Trust me. He, he, enough said. He's awesome. Nice. All right. Enough so my favorite song on the album is "Pillow Talk." Yes. What did I tell you, dude? 
it might be the most brilliant 10 minute song I've ever heard in my life. They they go Do you from fuck with they, the war? Dude, <laughs> they, they, he's talking about the war, then it goes to aliens, God. Dude, it's a rap song yo. that talks about Pangea. He's like, you don't believe in Pangea? Dude, <laughs> it's like yo, I haven't dude. said the word Pangea since social studies. Dude, you know, dude, you just called it social studies. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's that the last hurts. time. Dude. <laughs> it's not being social studies when you get to high school. Not even history. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the last time I thought about Pangea. Dude. Then it goes on to fucking getting pizza, vegetarians being hypocrites, and then realizing that you have to poop and they're still there. Uber and Lyft. It is the most brilliant song I've heard ever. What pillow talk, dude? It's so good. Dude, it's yo, so fucking funny. I just, I just love just in the middle of it. Do you fuck with the war? Yeah. And then literally, he thanked I, her for her brother's service. Yeah, that's literally. It's like thank you for your service. It's like I don't serve. I didn't it's know like, if it extends to the family. This bitch don't fuck. Um, I love the I love the parental advisory interlude about Jewish mothers. That was funny. Um, the classic male pregame was really good. I like that a lot because I've had a lot of nights that went exactly like this song explained. Yeah. Um, so I. Really really like that. Um, I, I literally, I wrote fives on just everything else. I, I loved it. It was hilarious. The, the only song I didn't like, I gave a two and the rest of it. And I, I kept that on here. I added the whole fucking album to my playlist because it plays still. So like I, the beats are good. He can legitimately rap. He's not a funny guy trying to rap. Good. He's a rapper being funny. So, so let me, he's the Touché. first, he's I, the, he's the first stand up comedian in hip hop since Biz Marquis. Yeah, but, I would agree with that. Like there was Eminem songs that were definitely funny as shit. Eminem yeah, was like, really, he was a guy that could rap and do comedy. Like, okay, it, rather than like, is, is that what you're saying with the skits? Like well, no, it's, it's not. No, they're, 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 they're not as graphic. It's not Ken Kenneth. It's not that. It's like, hey, um, it's Paul. Like, yeah. it's not oh, shit like yeah, that. Paul Rosenberg. Right. No, but instead, like, really, what's ha like what's happening throughout this is that like he, like, this is just a stream of consciousness because he comes up with shit. He's a hip hop Bo Burnham. Like Bo Burnham's uh, Bo Burnham's comedy skits would think a lot. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. Shit <laughs> would, would come up uh, would come up like that a lot. Good throw, dude. Definitely not an athlete. He was more of a oh shit. Mathlete, not mathlete. Good. Oh, shit. <laughs> Technical difficulty. I guess I'm holding it I'm now. shitting. I'm sh oh, shut up. That was the worst. I'm shitting. I'm shitting. I'm shitting. But, um, no, so he, I was, uh, did you watch the music video you. for Save That Money? Yes. Uh, say, it was awesome. Dude, Save That Money music video. He just, he's just walking from house to house. Are you going to do it? Hey, hey I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to make a rap video about not spending any money. He gets a fucking yacht. A fucking Lamborghini, a bunch of hot chicks, and he gets into a nightclub for free. And in the middle of a rich homie Quanverse that was gibberish on purpose, halfway through he goes, Nah, it's too expensive to do a full verse anyway. Don't pull up less than me to green, homie. Dude, like he I, is, he's he's phenomenal. Well, not only like the albums, I I I was sold on him before. You, thank you, Bob. Before you even gave it to me, because how impressed I was with the show, Dave. Yeah, the dude is. It's just like with Donald Glover with Atlanta. He, he, uh, he, the talent is just so otherworldly with what they're doing. There's not guys that do this anymore. No. So I, I'm it's like, show, it's like Otani. So, so you would like good. Dave, Bob? Yeah, the he, little Dicky yeah, show. I was just gonna ask. He's in a show too. It's, it's, it's called it's Dave. Life. He plays himself. Yeah. Why do I have this assumption that he made one song ever and it no, was more? There was a okay. freestyle of his that went viral when he was on Sway, whatever Sway no, show, Sway, Sway in the morning, on Sway in the morning, uh -huh. um, and it's it's amazing. Like it's legitimately so, funny. It's it's great. Lil 
Will Dickey, he blew up around, because this, this is the only album he ever came out with in 2015. He's been around the block a couple times. You might more than likely heard his song Earth that came out in 2019. That, that was, was like one of the biggest that went songs around too. on I the planet. I can't recall it, but I know I know him because yeah. I've heard at least one of his songs. Uh, okay, so you'll, I'm you'll do like is, it. I'm going right. to send, there's a live set of him at Coachella or something maybe a couple years ago, and the live show was incredible because there's no overlay. Yeah. He raps the entire time. Nice. And then like on top of that, because you've guys have watched the show, Gata is his real fucking hype yep. man in real life. Dude, dude. It's the show, awesome, you'll like dude. the show. Dave, uh, Dave is going to uh, a really good network? diarrhea poop. Uh, FX. FX. No, diarrhea it's, poop? It's on yeah. Hulu. I'm just going to give you my When line. they're on the hike? <laughs> yes. <Hulu. laughs> dude, I, I watched that part and I was like, that's very much, like I've been there. Yeah. Um, uh, when he has, on Dave, when he has the diarrhea poop when they're hiking. Oh, yeah, that almost happened to us. That, that almost happened to me when Dude, we went hiking. Dude, does Bob shit in the woods? <laughs> yeah, <no>. um, <laughs> does Bob shit in the woods? Bob's <laughs> Bob's. Bob's. Yeah. Bob's. Shut up. So, Josh, you like the album, too? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, there were a couple songs I didn't like that much, um, but almost everything was a five. Uh, bro was a ten. Bro was awesome, yeah. dude. <laughs> Fucking dude, that one he spits fire on that song. Uh, like it's legitimately awesome. The only songs I didn't like were Classic Male Pregame and The Antagonist. I uh, gave Classic Male Pregame a zero. Dude, I like Classic that Male Pregame. Hook was the, a, the hook an is salt on my ears. The, bro. I don't like, like. I don't like the hook. I like all the fucking bullshit in between. Like yeah, it makes like, me laugh. Like, the, the hook is the hook is so song. fucking bad that it yeah, made me. The hook isn't, like, isn't great. Uh, and the first, uh, the Antagonist Part One. I didn't yeah, like. I, I didn't love Antagonist. Antagonist Part Two was nice. I sunk to the album after listening to it a few times and I those everything became fives I, for I me. I just want to narrate that Bob's looking at me like I uh, can't participate. Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> Going on to our next thing, you probably didn't watch Mortal Kombat yet, so you can't participate in that either. Annihilation? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about the new one and then we'll do talk about Annihilation with you. So okay. get your game ready. I haven't um, seen that either. So Taylor, all of us watch this together. But it's your pick for the week. So why don't you start out and then let me and Josh, because I have a feeling I know where you're going. I think Josh knows where you're going too. So okay. Taylor, please. This movie's awful. I knew it. It's not good at all. He there's, did there, tell there, me that there, already. There, there's nothing good about it. The characters are trash. <laughs> it's poorly written. It's poorly executed. I wrote two reviews for this movie. So everything, okay. everything about this movie is hot garbage. You spit on everything Mortal Kombat lore is built on. I, you were, All you said, right? All I talked about the whole time was like, yo, the, the all these people and it's going to be the, the tournament of Mortal Kombat, Netherrealm, and nine straight tournaments for Shang Tsung, blah, blah, blah. Where did Mortal Kombat take place? Oh, that's right. It did it. <laughs> I will say the only saving grace this entire movie is one, you actually did a good representation of Kung Lao. And two, yep. actually, is thank God for Kano in this movie because that's the Kano only redeeming, ruled, the only redeeming Kano, thing in this Kano, entire fucking movie. All right, so Josh, why don't you? Liu Kang, garbage. Okay, so Kano I think was good. Sonya, garbage. Cabal, garbage. The other two people in Shang Tsung's posse, they only showed up in two fucking games. Mortal Kombat 3 <laughs> what's and your, Mortal... What's your score? Zero. Okay. It's so I think that I somehow am going to agree with both of you. Okay. Uh, so I'll give you my first, my actual review first. Okay. Uh, 0 0.68 out of 10. 0 0.68. Uh, horrible. Uh, this is a movie at a, about a tournament with no tournament. Yes. No explanation whatsoever of who Shang Tsung is and what he's doing. Exactly. Same thing with Raiden. He's just there. He's just there. He shows up. Okay. This is my biggest issue with the movie and uh, probably Taylor's too. The characters are really shallow, no depth whatsoever, and that's Liu Kang. Right. Of Liu Kang games. is the hero of the first four games. Literally, he won all four tournaments in canon in the first four fucking games. Correct. 
So you. now he's reduced to being a fucking bitch boy. He's Kung Lao's sidekick now. What the fuck? How did that happen? It was, I mean, like, Kung Lao was a big deal, but, like, it was Luke Kang, then Kung and Lao. And the promise of the original theme song being in the movie, when, but it's boiled down no, to an eight-second-long, slowed-down fucking sample. Fuck that shit. That's garbage. not what I wanted. Hot now, with that being said, as an action movie, I get it a 7 out of 10. <laughs> so, as cheesy and campy as you want it to be, violence over the top and unnecessary, just the way I like it, Scorpion stabs the guy in the face with his rope fucking uh, knife, yes. clearly killing him, goes through his head, but then he adds insult to injury by fucking yanking him down <laughs> to the ground, smashing his skull and breaking his neck in the process. Great. <laughs> fucking awesome. The fatalities were awesome. Kind of silly, but great. When fucking Kung Lao does the table saw thing with his hat that on was the fucking, fucking that, awesome. was from, that was from the video game. Yeah. That was Overall, awesome. not as good to watch as Mortal Kombat 95, but Agreed. I still fucking, like, I enjoyed the stupidity and yeah, the I, of it. Yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of it. It is by no means good. Um, what's funny is what you said, so uh, I talked to Manfro about it, and I felt the same way with the very early games. I'm like, this is fine. The lore, whatever. I'm cool with it. I love the back. I love the Sub-Zero and Scorpion stuff. Legitimately thought that was yeah, with, with the, the best with, part. With the Shy, with the shy Ru and the, and the Link. I thought that was legitimately the best part. I yeah. thought that was the, the heart of the movie for me, yeah. and that's where I think a lot of the debate comes from. Um, my biggest issues with the movie is sometimes the CGI was horrific. <laughs> horrific. <laughs> so bad. Um, I, the, the, my biggest issue is still that the main character was a guy no one knew of, and that was what they were trying to do. There was two things here, because I know a lot of Mortal Kombat fans that are fucking thrilled with it. Like, hardcore Mortal Kombat fans are thrilled with it. Casual fans, not so much. Like, the people that really keep up with the lore and they want to see more and more, they fucking love the movie. The, the people that are just, you know, I play the game but they don't go deep with it. The fucking to the shows, the comics, everything. Um, I I I went into it with a decent knowledge of Mortal Kombat, expecting a dumb movie, and then I was entertained. Kano was the best. Um, they made Liu Kang a little bitch, but what I. I don't care about that redeem, as much. If they I redeem do. him in the second one and he's kind of like a badass. I, I cool. what, I, what, what I saw, it's dude, it did crazy numbers. It's, so get, it's getting, I think it's getting four of them. Um, yeah. I, I think. I'm watch what, them all. What you are gonna? Well, I think what I honestly what I. If that's any, why there's gonna be four. If anyone asked, and if anyone asked me if this is a good movie, I would never say yes. If they asked me if it was an entertaining movie, I would say absolutely. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Here's the thing. Win, lose, or draw. If you love, hate, or indifferent to it, you're gonna be entertained. Yeah. Like, see, here's the thing. I wasn't really that entertained. I, I, I like but th this I was, is this is genuine, genuine. I was fucking, I was zoned out for the last twenty minutes, where I had to go watch the last twenty minutes and realize the last twenty minutes didn't fucking did, matter. Okay, I I <laughs> I think that you made you made a big mistake as well. What mistake did I make? You went the night before you watched it. You watched the '95 Mortal Kombat, which is oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that, that was like the that was, was a, that week, was a couple it, weeks. No, before. it was a week at least. Okay, the it most was, it, was, it was was a week. Before, yes. You watched it too soon to this one, I think, because I was thinking about that, and I'm like, if I just watched the '95 one, I would really fucking hate this. Yeah, I, I do. It's garbage. I hate. It's. It. I, I like. I butchered Cabal. He's gonna get his soul sucked. What, what the fuck is that? Yeah. What writing is that? See, that's a character I didn't care about. Yeah. That's where uh, honestly, that's a character I don't know as well. Goro like, sucked too. I actually liked Goro. Goro I, I, that sucked. was the thing I was most worried yeah. about. I thought Goro was. Fine. I thought the whole Goro scene was actually I dope. I, I thought the fight scenes were all very good. They were all done very, very well. Um, I what I, I saw, saw more getting his arms fucking dude, exploded was awesome. Well, all the, there was nothing bad about any of the Sub Zero stuff. The Sub Zero stuff was dope when he showed up like the Terminator and he's following him. That, that was, was all well done. Yeah. The main character sucked. Yeah. It, it was very poorly written across the board. There were some scenes that were just painful to listen to. Again, the seat. I thought the pacing wasn't great. 
right? Yeah. Um, like where it just suddenly was like, oh, it's over. I didn't even care that much about the tournament. This is what my biggest like positive thing about it is I saw the groundwork for a really, really good sequel because yeah. it did really well financially. It, Godzilla was crushing at the box office in pandemic terms and it did better, bit more money than Godzilla did for a rated R movie. That's really, really cool and really impressive. It's rated R movie? It's a rated R movie, what yeah. part of it's rated R? The violence. Because it, it's actually gory. Like, that's the thing. You gotta think about the original Mortal Kombat doesn't really? show many actual, they, like, gore. I mean, I mean, like, so what? They I saw it. They saw dude, it guts come out. Guts come out. Gore automatically gives you rated R. I Anything? What? Go, yeah, there's gore. There's legitimate gore is always rated R. Oh, other thing, too. You know, like, it's two things. One, I thought Jax was garbage. I, I didn't like it at all. Dude, I, I thought Jax was awesome. No, nah, I, didn't, I didn't like Jax at all. The one thing, like I said, outside of Kung Lao, and then there was... Kano was amazing. Kano yeah. was amazing, and then there, there were a couple tiny little callbacks. One from MK11, there was a Kotal Kahn reference from a dude in like in like a Mayan headdress, unless you played MK11, you don't no, know what I'm not, talking about. Did not. And then also when it's talking about how long this tournament has been a thing, and the first thing they show you is definitely a picture of Nightwolf. Yeah, that was Nightwolf you know I mean? for sure. That was so, Nightwolf for sure. There's other little things in there that, yeah, it's cool, it's meta, it's calling back to the, you know, uh, to, to, like, to the lore of Mortal Kombat, but again, and I've said this a thousand times, I'm a low-key fucking Mortal Kombat whore, and I cannot stand this. Yeah, movie. like I said, what I've been seeing more from, like, the really hardcore fans, they they really enjoyed it. They're like, they they d- dove into, you know, lore, and different. And some people, the, the purists, which I get being a purist, mm-hmm. didn't like that it didn't follow to a T. I I, 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 I I see major potential for like a pretty good listen, franchise. Fun. I I will I will watch any follow ups. I can't say I'll ever give it a rewatch. Maybe once or twice. When the sequel comes out, I'll watch it again because I think sometimes with movies like this, where I might like it the first time based on the pure like freshness factor of it, and then I watch it again and I'm like, oh yeah, no, like Eagle Eye, <laughs> like Eagle Eye. I went with you to that asshole. Yeah, it's still really good in my mind. Because <laughs> I've seen it once, but you'll never watch it again. <laughs> that can't ruin no, it. Oh yeah. Oh my god, how they're two Shia buffs. All right, so I'm going to give Mortal Kombat on the entertainment scale. It's like a six and a half for me. If we're talking pure movie, acting, writing, dialogue, and uh, CGI, it's like a one, to be fair. All right, so Taylor, um, movie pick this week I was kind of struggling with. I had a couple thoughts. I was thinking about a dumb one from the 90s that Josh and I really like that you haven't seen. Okay. Okay. I was thinking about... an action thriller kind of monster movie from probably I want to say 2016 and I was thinking about one of the uh, Oscar films from the weekend um, that you didn't see so I, I want to give you the you know those three and tell me what you want to go with okay so what is it Oh, you mean like tell you right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, give me the Oscar that I didn't see. Okay, so I'm going to give you the one I was talking to you guys about this weekend that Anthony Hopkins won Best Actor oh, for. I don't, don't want to see that. <laughs> you, you give, me no, give me Nomadland. Uh, dude, I don't want to talk about Nomadland. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you do. If you like Nomadland, it's doing it to spite me. If this, <laughs> probably. But like if this, if this movie is going to, if this movie gutted you, I don't know if I um, can handle well, it right I, now. Well, I I think it it gutted me because for different reasons than it would you potentially. I think okay. it would hit you differently, Josh. Too, um, it just because of um the the subject matter it deals with. It, it's a really well made movie. Like the way it reveals itself. Okay. I I was not expecting the way it was told. It kind of mis it misled me a couple times. But it, it is Hopkins' best performance since Silence of the Lambs, where he won the Oscar for the least amount of screen time ever. He was only on, in the movie for twelve minutes. 
minutes, and he won yeah, Best then, Supporting then I, Actor. I need to see it then. Um, he's 83. He's the oldest Oscar winner of all time now. Um, it also really? stars Olivia Coleman, who's a fi- 83. he's 83. Um, I I also really I, it's weird because I only watched the movie on Sunday, the day of the Oscars, and I was not expecting to like it as much as I did. I thought it would be you know Hopkins is good, the movie's boring. It was the opposite for me. Uh, it was definitely powerful emotionally. Hopkins, Olivia Coleman is a fantastic actress. Okay, you know her from Hot Fuzz, and um, she was in I think uh, oh what's it called too the fucking uh, Hot Fuzz. Uh, she was what you, no, you, I, I, I've seen. Hot if you saw her, you'd recognize her. But she is a, an Oscar winner now. She's on the Crown. She plays the Queen, I think. On, on I've the been Crown. meaning to watch the Crown. I kind of um, want to get into it. Olivia oh, Coleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a fantastic actress. I'm sure I'll recognize her when I see it's, her. It's about honest. it's about dementia. And Josh, I think, uh, Josh, I think you would like it too. I think uh, what you've seen with dementia and everything, I'll watch it. Um, for sure. It's it, it, I was floored by it, Taylor. Legitimately, like, right. I, I was going in like whatever. I'm not gonna. I, I what's funny is I wanted to love Nomadland. I really. Did and by every account, it's fine. It's a, it's a, for what it is, it's good. Okay. But if you think like a movie like Sound of Metal was boring, yes. It's similar to that in the sense that it's about one person and nothing really happens. Yeah. There's more tension in Sound of Metal. So I think I might have asked you this when it's talk- not like Into the Wild. <laughs> All right. Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you know me so well. No, it, it's it, Into the Wild is amazing. That was the without a paddle. No, that's Emil Hirsch. No, it was a bad comedy, right? Something with pot in the woods. Strange Wilderness. What are you talking? No, about? what you guys are talking about? Into the Wild. Into the Wild. No, it's with Emil Hirsch. It's, it's, it's a like a, a very it's a drama, like, depressing, real okay. tra- depressing. You're thinking it's Strange Wilderness, the one oh, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Into the. It's okay. I said Strange Wilderness, and you said no. Okay, so you know how in Into the Wild, like shit doesn't go well for him. Yeah. The shit that doesn't go. That literally, the best part in this movie is when she does diarrhea poop in a bucket in her van. You keep telling me nice. that. <laughs> she literally <laughs> drops a fucking heat bomb in a fucking bucket, like you do it. Work. Is there a visual? I have it. It's just no. You just see her crouch and you hear <laughs> splash. <laughs> She's dropping fucking Duke nuggets. I wonder how, uh, Duke nuggets. <laughs> I wonder how much the uh, 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 this, he called uh, the shit Duke. <laughs> I wonder how much this uh, the audio engineer had to make to make that fucking poopy water. Dude, song. I actually I think she won the Oscar because she was actually shitting. Because you, I mean, um, but no, like she's great. She's a great actress. She's now a yes. three time Oscar winner. Fargo, three billboards. I was gonna say Fargo. Oh, you still haven't seen three billboards. You'll no, you'll like that. That's Sam Rockwell too. That's what I he won Sam for. Rockwell. But um. Uh, the, the father, man, the way it's told, the and the, the, the father. It's the first thing I thought yeah, of when you said Home Alone, <laughs> too. No, I was thinking of I was thinking of uh, Lance Murray, if I'm honest. That he was quoting Home Alone too. Yeah, but like that's not what I thought. <laughs> or that's what it is. I, I you related to is Lance Murray right away? Lance, Lance Murray. Uh, so the the, the pick for you this week is the father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. that's the name of the film. <laughs> yeah, see there. You, you just figured it out sense. now. Now, now the suits are kind of fucked up, yep. right? In fact. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. All right. So uh, my pick this week, oh, Peterson's pitching like shit. Uh, Good. My Well, he's really not that bad, but like, fuck you. Uh, okay. My pick this week is uh, the band is called Citizen, and the album is called Youth. Now, I want to warn you and say that this came out in 2013. Prime sad boy emo record. This is the quintessential nice. okay. sad boy emo record. Like, if you are in a terrible mood... And like, well, I've been in a terrible mood all week. You, you, just, you just got married on Saturday. <laughs> that was that was last Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but anyway, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh my God, that was that was already yeah, two weeks over. ago. Yeah. Oh my, two months ago. What'd you just say? I said honeymoon's over. Oh well, <laughs> true. Yeah, I guess not. Look at the fucking <laughs> towel. But uh, oh, you didn't see that? 
No. <laughs> Dude, did you guys talk about it? <laughs> no. Last week, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. I Dude, I wish you were still living with uh, with Quaz and Stella and tell you to bring it home. Oh, my God. That reminds me. Yes, that would be funny. I have a gift for you. You do? From Nick. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 Is it the bottle get, of champagne? It when it's Is it the same bottle of champagne I gave him? You'll see. Dan says he's sorry. <laughs> For what? Yeah. All I'll say is you'll see. Okay. You know, I, right. I, you know, I, I, I forget too that uh, you gave you stole a menu from Calandra's to give to him, and it's still in my truck. <laughs> True. <laughs> For your. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. All right. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's citizen youth. Yeah, citizen the youth in revolt. The, Oh God, Francois. They you first. <laughs> are you talking about the band or the, or the movie? Both, because both of them were not great. No, uh, but um, no. So like I said, this is quintessential sad boy shit. So is it, is it heavy handed? Sure. Okay. Is it droning? Yeah, you know where sure. I, I could go very hit or miss with the emo stuff. Correct. It's like I, I don't usually have an in between. So, but I need, but I need you to understand that. Uh, what th- if I don't? This is I, I don't care. This is something that, that like you understand. have to like you have, you have to understand that it is. It is it is it is it is a quintessential record for e- the the end of emo music because it, ah. it, because you know why it's the best emo record ever written and that's coming, that's coming okay. from that's coming from someone I'm gonna have to listen to this that's that's coming from someone who is a massive used right. fan massive used fan. all right this is the best and the most. What, and it came out what year? 2013? 2013. Yeah, it, I guess it, that kind of was the end of like emo yeah. being like a, a it's, steady it's, it's, thing. It's, yeah, that makes you know, sense. You know why? Because it's the, the death of emo music was because the greatest emo record was that was written. You're saying Citizen this album Ruth. ended emo? Yes. Interesting. I mean, I mean, okay. I mean emo okay. is still a thing. I'm going to give it a listen. As far as it being a... You know, I'm gonna, sub- you know based on that, I'm going to critique it a lot harder than he is. I, it's true. I would expect nothing less from you, okay. honestly. But if I hate I, it, I, I'm going to shit a, on it. I have a curveball this and week, listen, and, by and, the way. And, 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 and I, won't, I won't get mad at you like when I got mad at him about testimony. Uh, Bob has a ball. Bob does have <laughs> one ball. That's <laughs> true. These are bold statements. All right. So this week I've got an album for Taylor. All right. Okay. Uh, so uh, hip hop lost uh, a pretty significant nice. uh, personality in uh, in Shock G this week. Yeah. Uh, and Taylor told Dan and I that he had no idea who he was. And MF and Bob's like, neither do I. I. I'm telling you, that dude, you're going to be shocked when you listen. I'm telling you. Right. So I'm going to give you Digital Underground's 1999, uh, 1999, wow, 1990 record. Pioneers. 1990 <laughs> record, Sex Packets. Sex uh, Packets, and Digital Underground? Yes, dude, dude. And this has got. I'm hyped uh, for you. This has got one of the. I, I can't believe you've never heard this fucking song. Songs. Oh in yeah, the yeah, Humpty yeah, yeah, dance. Fact. The Fact. Humpty dance. I That's what I was like. Dance. I know who this is. I know Digital Underground. Yeah, Why? dude. And dude. then now, now I see the. Taylor, album. Like we both the those. Humpty, the Humpty dance. You know the Humpty dance. Everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, that. I know those. Yeah, when you, once yeah. it hits, you'll know. Yeah, sure. I, I'm telling you, but I, when you said that, I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm surprised. And, and, and that's not even me being like a no, jerk. no, I don't like, think it is. Like I'm, just, I'm like, and I'm not. I'm no, telling I'm you, genuinely I'm, surprised. I'm not I'm, like, oh, he's fucking ignorant. It's no, just like I'm surprised you've never heard of dude, this. Dude, I'm telling you, and like uh, MF Doom is so your wheelhouse, yeah, like, like, like big time, your so fucking wheelhouse. Here's my, okay, so here's my thing. If it's, is it anything like Immortal? No, no, like is it anything like Immortal Technique or Tech Nine? No, 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 yeah. dude. This guy's like a pure hip hop guy. So dude, dude. the, the record is classified more as like funk than it is hip hop. Yeah, but like so like Morris think- Day. No, 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 no. Not no like, dude, I, it's hard. George it's Clinton, it's hard to explain. And when you hear it, it, it's the most distinct sound that you'll only relate it to them going. So, yeah. so it's like George Clinton and Morris Day 
got together and had a baby. It, and then Tupac and Biggie got together and had a baby. And then those two babies happened to be me. And then fuck. <laughs> that's that, Digital that, Underground. That digital yeah. Underground would that's be the product accurate. of baby fucking. Yeah, yeah, the product of baby fucking. All right. So um, uh, you have a baby fucking movie for me, Josh? Sure. <laughs> that, that got weird. weird yeah, very sorry. Quick. I don't think good, I could give you a movie you haven't seen. Roll pair, asshole. Uh, unlikely. You have to give me fucking. like the the most. Like, I'm not go, watching ah, it. I'm not yeah. watching the most recent Fast and Furious movies. What happened? No, I just it, it, don't I, just clap and not tell me. He fucking got out of a jam, dude. Calm down. All right. I'd, I'd, I'd either have to go deep with some like reckless shit, or give you a Fast and Furious, <laughs> or movie, give me like Faces of Death four. <laughs> Watch the first. You know, like, I, can't, I know Stop. I can't give you a, a Fast and Furious movie because the best movie in the in terms of like crossover appeal, like not being about just the cars, sure. is Hobbs and Shaw, and was, you didn't really like that. No, so. you didn't like I Hobbs did not, and Shaw. I, I did not care for. It. I don't like Jason Statham, man. If I was going to, I like Crank. You should give him the, everyone loves Crank movie to watch. It'd probably be like Fast Five. You should give him the. I saw Fast Five. I didn't like it. It's not for me. That's the one that you'd like the most. I'd probably give him seven. Is Fast Five that's the one where the rock breaks no, his arm? Too he ridiculous. fucking flexes yeah, out of the fucking Is that the world's daddy's, longest goes, fucking runway? He's got to go to work. <laughs> yeah, you've told me about that. Like, give him fucking Skyscraper when he's got no legs jumping from building to building. Oh, no, because I haven't even seen Skyscraper. I like San Andreas. I've seen, I, I, San Andreas I, is pretty good. San Andreas is kind of doing good. There was a point in time where I would watch any movie The Rock was in, and then I watched Hercules, and I said, you know what? I Hercules need to be a little bad, bit dude. more selective with yeah, my Dwayne Johnson Dude, movies. I could understand the other ones, and then when I saw The Rock's Hercules, I was like, no, don't understand. <laughs> yeah. So, so Bob, how are you? You should get him Get Hard. Oh, I'm good. I'm cracking a V8 right now. A V8? How's yeah. work? Works ass. Is you it know, busy? Isn't it get, great for anybody else? Work sucks. Is it yeah. slow? I might stop by tomorrow and look at that TV. Yeah, you should. Wait, wait, you're going to need a new TV? I don't know. I might. For what? <laughs> you just told us you're going to buy a brand new fucking Mac. I might Mac. not. I might not. I It depends. I got to see the TV and see Josh, if I need it Josh's might not is already 80% come up with. I yeah, already I'm told him it. to prepare himself because he's going to need it. <laughs> what, how, he's already what size is talking it? Is, about it, is, wanting is, is uh, it a QLED? TV? What's the, the 75 is 35? Oh, 75? 70, it's 3,500, right? Uh, Whichever one no, was 3,500 is one I was looking at. 65. All right, I might not need it. By the way, that's a lot of money for, so, for what I already have. So, so, uh, but you so, wait. But I say you might not need it. Also applies. You might need it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that that little exchange to, everyone, to, to everyone in you watch your list in listening land. That out of the four people in this room, that was ninety nine point nine percent of our conversations when we all worked at Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, that little exchange. Oh, was do you need all it? of our conversations? Us needing to buy things. To and the us point, talking each other. Dude, into I, buying it or to, out of buying it. To the point where friends that would hang out with us that didn't work there would be like, oh, cool, they're talking about Best Buy. I'm just going to go fuck <laughs> do you myself. Remember, dude, do you remember when Greg sold Sage the, the life the life-proof case life vest? Yes, I remember that. Dude, Dan, have you ever seen it? It's a literal life vest that you put around your fucking life-proof case Bro, so it can float in the pool. <laughs> and Greg I'm, definitely listen, needed dude, it, Dude, that was the funniest yeah. thing I, I remember happening to someone that was working. That they were trying to do the right thing. It was Dave Anderson at Mobile, right? And he was trying to demo the fucking... the, the life, I think it was the life-proof. It was the ones that you could actually... We had the demo oh, yeah, in front yeah, yeah, where you yeah. could drop it in the water. And he's like, dude, it says this customer, like, I'll put your phone in and show you. Oh, my God. I think I remember this. <laughs> He puts the phone and he puts it on, and you just see like it start bubbling inside, and the phone. <laughs> Dude, I was sitting there. It was like I was like my nightly recap, and I was like typing, and I'm watching it happen. And I'm just like, oh shit! <laughs> I was like, yes, and Dave's you're, face, you're, Dave, and it was I think it was Jay Capitello was manager that night. Had to give and, a new phone. Oh, dude, Dave's face. 
turned. <laughs> that was uh, there was a few good ones like where it was different. I mean, Justin cleaning up poop is always legendary, yeah. quintessential. I remember the first time like I saw him doing bitch work. John is still made him get his hands and knees on the across from the that was the SDR yeah, to the hub, the hallway, and he was hallway. making him scrub off scuff marks <laughs> of the um, wall. Dude, I have a picture dude, of that. Of, one of like my single worst <laughs> memories at Best Buy is when I first like officially became like store leadership like I had keys I sure. was the one in charge of the store I was the only one there somebody pukes on the floor in home theater and I had to go back to the warehouse and go Justin <laughs> dude what's up dude somebody puked his, his, who puked his, 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 <laughs> your, who's gonna clean it up your <laughs> Justin dude I still think his worst cleanup moment is when he dropped the fucking water all over the fucking back <laughs> oh, and then I posted the picture and Anthony Mulay goes are those my fucking speakers <laughs> dude I remember seeing it happen and then seeing the water I was like oh the dude. worst part is stupid shit like that still happens oh my I'm god sure, dude. still like, happens like I, I, was, I gotta ask Greg about what Best Buy people are going to be at his wedding, because I know Maureen's going to be there. I'm like yeah. really down to like hang out with Maureen yeah. and Junior and shit. Yeah. I don't know if like Ariel's going to be there. Uh, is she? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to probably. I'm going to say probably is my guess. I think so. I, I think don't so. See why not? Sage obviously. Gary's officiating, which is That's pretty great. fucking cool. I'm nice. um, I'm ready to we fucking have gathered here today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Paul. I just I just thought of a story I can't do. No, right. No, you, when you, I first you, met Greg, just yeah. ring the bell and move on. <laughs> do, uh, yeah, do, yeah. Dude, do you remember it's a I, bunch of bell rings. Do you remember when I yelled? I never. There's two times I've ever been really pissed at Greg. Real legit. One. Uh, well, so it was the same night. One, I got mad at Greg because on Black Friday, he fucking he, he stations me and he puts me, he goes, you're going to be in appliances at midnight because there's going to be a huge appliance sale. That sounds sale. fucking awesome. And I literally said, why? This, this, is, this is when we all needed it. I go, why? This is a waste of time. And then I see Troy getting overwhelmed. I see you getting overwhelmed. I see everybody getting overwhelmed. And I think, Bob, I'm just, fix it yourself, you. cocksucker. I'm just standing there. On top of something, and I just looking at Greg. I'm like, you know, I'm free. <laughs> just there's, there's, only, like, there's only about a thousand I can people. Slide over. In the store. Well, actually, they were weren't they having you give out the fucking the Coke Zeros to people as no, they were no, going no. by? So it was, it was Coke Zeros in the fridge forever. So, 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 well, no. So <laughs> customers started stealing them out of the fridge, and you know, I, I had to move them. Yeah. But then, like, I had a box of video games, and just the line was going all the way down. So I remember just going, "Who needs Assassin's Creed? You need Assassin's Creed." Like I'm fucking Oprah. You need Assassin's Creed. And then my buddy Alex came in, and he's like, dude, I need the new FIFA. It's like 15 bucks. I go, wait right here. I'll be right back. And I watched this lady put it down on on like the on one of the bulk stacks of oh, fucking AC yeah, units, yeah, yeah. and I fucking grabbed it when she wasn't looking, and I gave it to him. I go, fucking thank me later. Nice. Dude. And not five I, minutes I, later, where, where's my – my kid wants to play FIFA. You and stole then, it from her. And then the Actually, he did. The second one – well, the third – so there's three. The second one was when I yelled at Paul because Paul was like, oh, so no one's going to help these people on appliances? <laughs> yeah, man, man. And I go, well, you know, we're only selling about 8,000 TVs, Paul. We don't really have time for a washer dude, and dryer with a stacking kit combo, dude. I could do fuck a, you. I could do a one-hour episode about Paul and, like, going at it with him. Dude, my, my fucking – Imagine. Interview. My interview at that place was with Paul, and dude, it was but two hours. Fair, I know a lot of people that interviewed at Best Buy that interviewed Paul and didn't get the job. So, I know he must have liked me. I got, I, I, got, I, got the, I got the stealing question wrong. I got to, I got the interview with Keith 
Like oh, that five minutes, <laughs> dude. It was fucking cool. We started talking football, yeah. and like literally, it was me busting balls about the Jets to him, and then I, I interviewed with Gary the next day. Remember that? Where was it? It was in uh, next to where Gold's Gym or Blue Ale House. It was in that little fucking spot. Yeah, it was where they do interview events. I showed up in the a club. I, I showed up in a suit. The what is? There's a club. What it's, kind? It's a, a club? No, it's, it's called Vibe. Yeah. It's a. It there's a club like on a, in like Riverdale. A, it's like a team it club or something. Yeah. It's, oh. it's like a dance. How much is membership? But anyway, is it like the coffee? House, <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, so, but for not for West Milfords. Yeah, Less it's heroin. Like, uh, it's like the laundromat in fucking in, in Morristown. Oh my god! So, so here's the other thing, right? Um, the guy waited in line for two and a half hours to get this iPhone deal, for like the iPhone five or whatever it was. The new one was. <sighs> And iPhone wait, release dates were painful. And it, I think it was, what was his name? No, it was this was on Black Friday. Oh. And it was, I think, it, what was it, Kevin? He was the teacher, too. He was like the kind of tall guy, Kevin, that worked in mobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kevin. Yeah, so, Kevin was cool. Yeah, he was cool. So this guy is waiting in line for two hours. He doesn't know the answers to his own security questions, to his Verizon account. And it, uh, from across the store, and my parents came in to visit me that night because they didn't. Want, they never did Black Friday. It's the last Friday. time he saw them. Yeah. <laughs> they never experienced Black Friday before. Oh, so, they wanted to see it? So they wanted to see what it was all about. And there was a lull like five in the morning. And this guy's like, I waited in line for two fucking hours. And Ariel was the MOD. So Ariel just points at me and goes, Taylor, kick him out. Get him out now. Dude, when Ariel was done with so, someone, she's like, all right, you could fucking leave. So Literally. I go over there to go to kick this guy out. And as I'm about to say, sir, you got to get out of here. My dad is on my ass because thinking like, dude, I'm going to have to fucking hit this guy. I'm like, would you fucking go over there? Like, stop. How many times did the cops have to come to the store for not stealing for anything else? Uh, I mean, like a handful of times. Hand, yeah, nothing too Fucking crazy. Jerry Curl. The Jerry Curl night. was. The, I think it was the I first time. Did that. I break the mold for that? Yes. I broke the mold. I was the reason the that cops. Was the that was the uh, best. Of course, of course, you. Listen. But to be fair, if there's anyone that deserved it, it was yeah. Jerry. And I was just, I was fucking sick of it. Like I'm like, this sucks. So for people that don't know, there was this guy, and we call him Jerry Curl because he factually he fucking had, had a Jerry, Jerry Curl. The first time he, he came like in, Rick James. The first time he came in, in the store, he was wearing a tracksuit. And normally I would applaud this, but he was wearing his wife's tracksuit, and he was wearing it. You have to take a call. Yeah. He was wearing it zipped up halfway with no shirt underneath. I have the pictures on Facebook still with Dave Ordos yeah. and Sean doesn't. And Sean doesn't. <laughs> this guy this guy came in all the time. He was clearly like pilled up most of the time. Like the one time he's hyping his, his car stereo system to us and he shows us and the motherfucker had speakers and potato salad cups. Like pretty much like Tupperware in his fucking car. And he's Tupperwares hyping. Tupperware's with the speakers drilled in or screwed into it, him. Dude, it was. And he's in blasting the fucking. In the potato. Yeah, see, see. So <laughs> he went. By Van Halen. We gen blast an eruption. Generally, oh, our, our policy of, with him became like give him a, de a deal, he'll leave. You know, he's going to talk. Talk to you, but you give him like ten percent yeah, off. Yeah, give him open box shit, whatever. And then, the then that night, what it was is that he had an HDMI cable that he broke. Is what it was, and then he was saying that because he shops there so often, that we should give him one. And he's going at it with Iman. Yeah, and I could see Iman's getting uncomfortable. He was doing shit where he was like kind of leaning in, like he was gonna kiss him on the forehead and shit like that. And I could tell. Then he was getting nasty with the girls at customer service, Jessica, with Shauna, and I blew it. I was fucking pissed. Like he said something like, uh, uh, "Oh, you're tough," and I was like, "Let's go." I literally just walked him and down, he, and then he called you four eyes something. Yeah, and I was like, "All right, let's go." I was like, "Let's go." Then I was like, "I don't give a fuck." And then it was uh, Chris and Bimbo that came and pulled me back in Trifon. Of all, oh, <laughs> no, oh, yeah. oh, Kate's brother. Yeah, no, Kate's, Kate's brother Trifon. Drive that fun. That's, that's what Justin thought for the longest time. <laughs> Chris was your brother. Yeah, why does, why like, does these dumb things always happen with Justin? Because he's dumb. 
<laughs> Are you saying yeah, that he's he, been underselling? He's great. He's my best friend, but he's <laughs> just hilarious. <laughs> he, he has this happen to him all We're the time. We're looking at the schedule one day, and he's just like, it's Kate's brother, right? <laughs> no, that's her father. <laughs> the father. Again, yes. Yeah, yeah. The father. So, so, Taylor, did anything make you gag this weekend? Legitimate question. I'm not being like making you, you suck the dick. Like joke. literal gag? Like they make you saw it. You were like, ugh. Because I saw two things this weekend. Were like you that. so disdained by something? No, like something that like grossed you out. Oh, Think about this. What'd you watch Saturday night? Oh, the fight. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wait, hold on. So, before, before we even say what it's about. I was at my parents' house Saturday night, right? And Sucks. Uh, no, no, it's not. It, it's it's cool. Oh, okay. It's cool. My my sister's not there. Okay. So <laughs> so we're hanging nice. out, and it's uh, and my dad's like, "What do you like? like what do you watch?" Because I got the pay per view on my laptop. I'm like, "I'm watching the UFC pay per view." I'll put it on. Dude, and, he watched on, the single on. most violent card I've ever seen. No, no, no. So I they, they went to bed. It was like ten o'clock. It was like right when your like it was right when your hall was walking. Oh, got you, got went, you. Is, they is, went to is, bed. Is, is when I put is they well is when I put it on and it was after that fight. They're like, yeah, we're out, right? So literally seventeen seconds in, my mother's sitting right next to me and we're talking about something. And literally, I see it out of the because I'm looking at her and I see it out of the corner of my eye and I go, he just broke his leg. He just broke his fucking leg. My mom's like, what, what, what? And then they play the replay back. I go, mom, you watch this once. And then that's it. Yeah, and tap they're, out they're after like, that. That's a wrap. I go. That's rough for me. So I, uh, Manfro and Sam were here, right, watching oh, wow. it. And so the fight, fight right before that with Anthony Smith and um, uh, Jimmy Crute beat the uh, shit out of each well, other. No, well they beat the shit out of each other, but the way it ended, it was really weird. So Josh, what happened to Jimmy Crute? He was him and Anthony Smith were having a good fight, and Anthony Smith hit him with a kick. Um, Did he and it, his ankle? no, no, he Anthony Smith hit Crute with a no, kick, no, and that's, Crute's, that's he didn't he saying. didn't even break his ankle. He pinched a nerve in his leg and he lost all feeling and it came down like he had rubber leg and his whole ankle rolled underneath him and it, like I'm like what the fuck happened but he finished the round and then he was trying to fight even though every time he took a step forward his ankle rolled he had so, no feeling in his leg. It, it was going into the second round the, the ref is like walk towards me just walk straight towards me and he couldn't do it and then that's when the ref called it in between rounds and I, when I, this guy wound up and just punched the fucking ring as hard as he could I felt so bad because. Dude he wanted to fight he, he got, it was. He got hit perfect and it's one of those freak things that just happens. Yeah. It is what it is. You know what Dude, I mean? Dude, and then then obviously Chris Weidman, Uriah Hall was... Dude, the I've seen a lot of leg breaks in, in, the, in the sport. Most famously, Anderson Silva um, against Chris Weidman. There was one, a guy named Corey Hill was his name. I've seen it. He he was on the Ultimate Fighter Season 5. He was a lightweight. He fought at 155, and this motherfucker was 6'6 six, six right. at 155. Ridiculous. Dude, most of, of the guys that fight at 155 or 5'7, you might get a six-footer here or there. It's right. rare. 6'6". Six, six, he kicks kicks the guy spaghetti leg. Now, what was crazy with this Chris Weidman one is when he threw that kick, I was like, that was loud as I saw his leg go rubber. I was like, a kick where it landed when I was watching, it shouldn't be that loud. And Dana White said in the post fight, he goes, the sound of that cage side is the worst I've ever heard. And I'm sure, man. Because there was, did you see the weird irony to all this? Yeah. So listen to this. Well, I, I read your tweet that you sent to what's so, his name. So um, this is what it says to, uh, Craig. to Craig. There is a scary amount of symmetry between both fighters. Weidman was the first person to beat Silva, and Uriah Hall, who he was fighting when his leg broke, was the last person to beat Anderson Silva. Weidman finished Hall in their first fight with a left hook, just like how he finished Silva. 
Weidman finished the same way Silva did, and both fights that ended th- that way were rematches. Weidman's, Weidman was Hall's first defeat, and Hall will be prob- Weidman's last defeat. It was like almost like the Alex Smith thing when he broke his leg, wow. comparing it to Joe Theismann. Like, and it wasn't. And, and I, listen, you could break your leg blocking a kick a lot of different ways. The most common way to blo- check a leg kick is you lift up and it hits your ankle and it goes like that. Correct. But the way Chris Weidman initially had done it to Anderson Silva was he put his knee out, like poked it out, like he was going to lean into a pitch, Michael Conforto, and take it on, on the, the knee because it's literally your body weight behind your knee and the ank- and then the shin crashing into it. And he it, broke Anderson it, it, Silva's it, leg. It turns into a fulcrum kind it's of It's a thing, different kind of check. You don't it, see yeah, it very it's, it's slingshots around. It's like if you pick a, it, it's it. like if you go and kick a fucking tree just straight up with your ankle it's like and, an, that, and then he, he impacts at the perfect correct, r- correct. and the knee is leg. fucking hard but, as shit but you got to look at it too i mean and like, you don't see checks like that often though that's the out, thing outside of mcgregor calling out kamaru uzman uh, he said something oh, that made, he said something that made a lot of sense was there had to be so many stress fractures right there yeah, for of it course. To, one kick for it to snap just like, just that. like that, and then uh, Weidman actually posted the uh, the pictures today of post op. Yeah, I saw. There's a fucking metal rod. There's another. Uh, there's another angle down on it, like, dude, bro. Uh, his, dude, there's another it, angle it, it, it of folds, behind his ankle. It folds like a piece of paper, and uh, the fact that he, the fact that he planted on his bone on his calf muscle, dude. Fuck. Did you see this angle? I don't know if I want to. It's with the bone sticking through the leg. Yeah, oh. let me see. Oh, it's real compound. Real compound oh. fracture. I've wow. I've never seen a break that bad. That was horrific. That's brutal. Um, I mean, the, and the fact that the first two fights in the pay per view ended with leg injuries was really weird. One obviously significantly worse, but then all the fights were fucking awesome. It was probably the most it was, violent card I've it, ever I, seen. The crowd from the first fight when it was these two women I never heard of beating the beat shit, the out, of shit out of each other. There was not a bad fight the whole fucking night. The the, the Kamaru Usman performance was sensational. Yeah, I cannot believe it's how good level. this guy is. Uh Conor McGregor does not want to fight this man. No. I don't know if anyone wants to fight this man. He's Kamaru gonna- Usman is on a, is officially. I mean, he was last fight, but even though fighting, listen, and I, I love Masvidal. I know he's a journeyman. Sure, blah, blah, blah fourteen losses. He's tough as fuck. I love Masvidal because he's been in the game for so long, and he's got he's got an the attitude. first time he ever got finished. Fifty fights, never got finished. And the thing is that, wow. in, in my opinion, that Usman wasn't really, at least as far as I know, wasn't known for his crazy stopping power, but for his his motor and the fact that he could wear his you wrestling, down five rounds. He was a, a solid striker, Ridic- but his cardio like, and his wrestling were. Like, main two things. Like the only person, and I said this in a tweet, the only person that has a chance to beat him is Colby Covington, and I don't even think that happened. Yeah, and, and the last time they fought, Usman fucking broke his jaw. They had to wire It was Colby's a close fight. It, it was close. It was a close fight. Two of the judges had it 2-2 going into the fifth round. I didn't. I had it 3-1. I had it 3-1. First time I watched it, I had it 2-2. Watching it back, I had it, it 3-1 Usman. Um, but Usman has improved. Usman was beating him upstanding yes. before his striking got to the point. Like, he has maybe the best jab in the sport right now. His lateral movement's so good. His knockout power is crazy. Yes, he's probably on EPO. He's on some type of performance enhancer. Most of these guys are. To, I, to, that doesn't good for him. That doesn't discount anything. If you could cycle and beat the test, fuck it. I don't care. Fight. This dude is the most active champion in the UFC right now. He fights all the time. He fights all the time. Models wear makeup, so yeah. Let these guys take actors. Something. Yeah, dude. Actors I'm fi- let, let let them. Who cares? Yeah, they let actors take steroids. Yeah. They're dude. They are there for yeah. entertainment. What? They're sportsmen. If they if they're cool with their opponent taking steroids, then they can take them too. Fuck it. I don't care. You know, it was actually I don't care. It was actually funny. I, I was just watching uh, Action Bronson 
on with Joe Rogan, and they were talking about like transformation. So, Bro- so Action Bronson is down as almost as much weight as the both of us. Oh, nice, which, good we, for him. which we should actually talk about. We haven't with have him on studio about sure. his weight loss, but they're talking about it, and they're talking about you know male physiques and how it's unnatural. To how get, hot they can be. How to look like. Uh, the, how, how to look Here? like The Rock or how, yeah, to, yeah. how to look like steroids. Like, how to look like, like, like The Rock. Like, yeah, literally. Steroids and working out 24-7. Correct. Getting so, paid for it. So they, so I guess Action Bronson never saw a picture of Camille Maginati, what he looks like now compared to what he looked like like, like okay. seven years ago. This normal little meta, probably like alt fucking comedian. And then he, he's, he looks uh, like a fucking Indian. He's Indian gonna dude, be kind of Indian. He's gonna be a superhero. He's ripped now. Yeah, he yeah. He has I done so many fucking. He was on Silicon Valley, and he was in um the uh, Big Sick. Big Sick. He was in. You'd recognize him if you saw him. Guaranteed. He's been big, in a lot the of big stuff. Big Sick was Big Sick. Big Sick. Shut up. Shut up. Um, I scroll past and I just laugh. But um, no, um, <laughs> Usman ain't losing to anyone no, anytime no. soon. He's just on a, on a different level. Like I, How old is he? He's 33, 33. I think 33. he's 30, right, 33, right. 34. So he's got plenty of time. No, he doesn't no. really. He's he's like that's it. He's fighter, it, a fighter's prime. A fighter's prime is realistically really ages ages 28 to 34 is like their athletic if, peak. If he pushes it and because he is who he is, he could, he could make it to 36 comfortably. But usually what happens is... They lose the slightest bit of step, and that's it. And they're done. That's yeah. what it's yeah. once you lose it. Uh, their jaw gets cracked pretty good. Once he has been rocked a couple times you in his what, career, you saw that the most notable, at least to me, even though I love him, is at, at the end of DC's career, at the end of Steve Bay's career, yeah, Chuck, at the, dude. At the end of Chuck Liddell's career, <sighs> at the end of Rich Franklin's career. It happens to everybody. Well, yeah, the chin go. There's very few guys I've seen where even at the like towards the back end of their career, they're taking punches hard. Rampage is one of the few, yeah. yes. and Rampage got knocked out by Fedor because he came in fat. Yeah. Like it's the chin is meant to be broken. There's some guys that have glass jaws always. There's some guys that have iron jaws always. And iron jaw almost always fucking you, breaks. You, you know what? I, you know what I think about the other day because I was th- I like watching, listening to, or watching, listening. I like everything about the old fights. Sure. Rashad Evans was the one that ended Liddell. Like that was the fight where Liddell went down. <sighs> that was the first time he went down like a fucking heap. Like where it well, was. You, I mean, he hit him square, that, and that punch yeah. would have knocked out anyone. But I, it just happened to be. And it was so. The end violent. of Chuck for me, I think, is the end of Chuck for you too. When he got knocked out by Rich. Um, well, With that a was broken what, arm. Yeah, yeah. Rich yeah. Franklin won. That that was well. That was the end of his UFC career. Yeah. He didn't yeah. fight after that. Um, it, He's it, trying it, to fight but, again. But it, it started. Yeah, when he came out of retirement to fight fucking Tito no, again. No, I'm like he wants to fight again. I know he's a fucking he 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 must be broke legitimately. Yeah. Um, his when he lo- his chin used to be sick. Even if you rocked him, his recovery was so good he he'd drop and then be right back up. He was never the same after Rampage beat him for the title. When Rampage yeah. beat knocked him out the second time, um, and with that right hook, and Chuck was so dumb. Oh, he barely greedy! Fucking, you got like, greedy. I feel like he barely fucking hit him too. He, well, it was just a perfect punch because yeah. he he led with the le- a left hook to the body, and right as he did that, Rampage came over the top with a right hook. It was a perfect snapping punch. Rampage hit like a fucking truck back then, yep. and he pounced on him and two, three more shots put him down. And then he had, then he fought Keith Jardine, and we were all convinced, oh, he's back, he's gonna kill Keith, and he lost to Keith, and he got dropped by Keith. Twice. Keith's a really awkward fighter. Really hard to train for. Then we got the Vonderlei yes. fight. And the Vonderlei fight's one of the best ever, but Chuck won because he mixed in his wrestling. Yep. He was smart. Everyone, some guys were like, oh, he shot it. There was an agreement, like a gentleman's agreement to his stand up fight. It, there was, and he broke it, and he followed the rules of mixed martial arts and decided to wrestle, and he won the fight for it. I mean, and then he fought Rashad. Yeah, right. And then he fought Shogun. Well, and then he fought uh, Rich Franklin. Yeah. It was just a, a, a very sad end, and very similar to Anderson Silva. Just came yeah. up with a fucking murderer's row. 
What just happened that you were saying someone got greedy? No, because uh, fucking McCann hit, hit, like, he hits a nice ball into left field. It's oh, a, you know what? It's I'm going to go get uh, Nick's gift. Okay, it's, you want to give it to me on the show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah why not? Okay. So, it, it, dude, it's a leadoff single. It's the bottom of the fifth inning. It's fine. What he try? And, and he tries to leg it out for a double, and he was thrown out by a mile. What's the score? Got f- it's 1-1. I like the aggressiveness. No, no, no. I do, too, but, like, you, like listen, it's leadoff. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, he's yeah it's a leadoff. But it's leadoff. I'd rather him get thrown out at second on the leadoff rather than the last out at third. But with but, <laughs> but, but here's my here's my thing because because right now you have Peterson up the bat who's probably not going to get on. I mean, he's actually, forbid, I'm shocked at how not, good of a bunter he is. He's very good and he's quick. He's he's quick well, down sh- the line. It's shocking. But then but then you got Pilar right behind him. So like just. Get on base, move the guy, bunt him to second, do whatever the fuck you got to do. Or and was just, it like, like well, it wasn't like he hit it right up the middle and tried to take second? Was it one in the gap that he tried to leg out for a n- double? Not at all. Not or was this like, the guy play it lazy? I guess I have to see it to kind of understand no, if it was. So it, it was. It was like it was like it, it hugged the line a little bit, and the guy was hustling, but Mc, like McCann didn't really hustle that the first base. Gotcha. And then and then he saw it and he's like, I might have a shot, and he went for it. Okay. And honestly, like, that's I why he got greedy. Honestly, I it's like me, that. It's greedy. It, I like I, that. I when it's one okay. one and you're struggling to score, you got to so, got to take risks. I, I no listen. I don't disagree with you because it's been happening a lot on the bases where like with like two strikes with one out and you see Nimmo running on anything. Yeah, yeah. Going on a full count. I love that shit. I'm saying like let's see what this there, shit is from Bob. Me, I would play a little conservative. What is this? You got, oh my god. You got me donuts. Cool. But there's not. But what <laughs> what, what happened to the full twelve? There's not. There's not twelve in there. It's just you know. This is from Nick. They're, they're leftovers? They're from us, you know? <laughs> I'm going to eat the shit out of these tonight. <laughs> oh, dude, yo, my it's going to be a problem. My stomach hurts looking at that. Oh, dude, I, I might eat all of them they're tonight. Just, they w- yeah, look, then Peterson strikes out. What the fuck yeah, are we in doing? In theory, they're not just for you, but... Who else are they for? Huh? We don't. Nobody here needs them. No, Josh, we you're being for, good? We went for his birthday. And I, I'm, not, I'm just not looking at them. <laughs> it's a good idea. I, I, I've, I've st- good. I still feel bad that I didn't go to that. But anyway, so since we have Bob on the show, and I've talked enough about my fat ass losing enough weight... The real inspiration. Bob, do you want to talk about your fat ass losing weight? The real inspiration uh, yeah, for, guess, losing, yeah. for losing the weight <laughs> is sitting right in front of me in a Mr. Dr. Bob Robert Tulevsky down at what, over 130 fucking pounds? Yeah, 140 right now. So, what's your weight right now, if you don't mind me asking? 293. I, Dude, for the first time, you got under three right for now. the first time. Was it like. That was. Was that, that like coming? That was like coming, coming. Coming. Like, it was like, like coming big time. It yeah, was like Justin like Verlander on Kate Upton's hands, back rope. Both hands, Justin <laughs> Verlander in one hand and. <laughs> Fabio in the other hand, right? Daniel Both just shooting fat ropes. <laughs> Wait, so what? From you, you just said, ropes? You just He's said like, he no, was... I'm getting cummed on. I'm getting cummed on. <laughs> Loving every because you're hot now. So, so, <laughs> you're hot. Nah, so, 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 shut up and eat a donut. I'm gonna yeah, wait. Eat a donut. Then why you want to watch me eat a donut? Everybody does. No, I don't. I do. <laughs> no, I feel bad. Josh doesn't want to watch. I don't yeah. I'm trying to be supportive. Josh. I'm trying to be supportive. That's cool. Anyway, uh, yes, it felt really good. Oh, that was like my milestone that I wanted to reach. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting the 300-pound mark was good. That was yeah. like my milestone. Uh, so I was happy there. That was about two months ago. And then since then, I've just kind of been maintaining, and I reintroduced carbs. I started lifting a that lot. That must have been ama- an amazing feeling too. Adding carbs back. I did it slowly so I wouldn't overload and like just get sick from it. Um, I, I I would struggle so much not having pasta on like a. You know it's weird. I don't need pasta. No, I so, I, I fucking need uh, pasta. I need pasta and, and bread. I need, bread. I need pizza. Pe- so, pasta uh, and pizza. So since you, um, everybody needs so since pizza. you mentioned pasta, I need to ask you guys. So what like what, like what do you what do you put in the bowl first? The pasta or the milk? 
What? What? When you mean after you like after you strain it and you're what are you no, talking no, no, about? No, no, no. I'm what saying I'm, I'm saying like like when you have a bowl like you talking pasta. about macaroni and cheese? No, I'm saying like like when you have a bowl of pasta, like do you put the milk in first or do you put the pasta in first? I don't. Uh, is, this, is this a reference to something? This is a trick. No, I'm just asking. Like, like you know, I don't, like, 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 you know, I don't put milk on my pasta. Like, like, you know, Are you like, saying like, after you're done with the noodles? You, you know, you know how you have a bowl of cereal. What do, yes. you, what do you do first, the cereal or the milk? The cereal. Cereal. Correct. Absolutely. So, so what do you do? Do you do the pasta or the milk first? But what what is the milk? <laughs> is he saying sauce? I think he's saying gravy. No, <laughs> I'm not saying gravy because I'm not really Italian. I'm saying actually like two percent, one percent whole milk, oat milk. What so kind of milk am I, I using? Fucking get it, dude. I'm not trying. I'm, I'm asking a legitimate question. Well, wait, you're you not say- because nobody fucking puts milk on their pasta. Tell us what the bit is. There isn't a bit. I'm, I'm genuinely asking. You wait, so if you're asking if I have pasta and sauce, okay. do I put the pasta in then the sauce or the sauce then the pasta? No, is, is it two percent right, or one percent? I milk? think I can help with the pan. Who's pan on first? <laughs> okay. Shut up. So I had pasta on Sunday. It was great, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I had pasta with sauce. I know I'm mad. I didn't milk go. already on it, and then I added <laughs> more sauce or milk. You're supposed to while milk the pasta is on milk. top of you're, it. Milk so, is it? I'm just, that's not a euphemism. Uh, for uh, now, sauce. now I'm asking: Are you taking after you make the pasta? Do you, I'm asking after you make the pasta. I just asked a simple you, question. But what, what in, is in milk? Order of, in an order of operations, pick one. Do you do milk or pasta? Well, I'm gonna first? come full. I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come full but circle. But I have to be doing a bit. I'm gonna come full circle. I don't. I'm terrible at math, so I don't know the order of operations. We did this already. There we go. Good um, for you. I'm not mad at um, you. You, you still don't didn't answer the question, by the way. I, I, I t- I'm taking this as is, um, Josh. When you make pasta, you know the pasta's in the bowl. You, yeah. you cook the sauce. Yeah. Do you put the pasta in the bowl and then put the sauce on top? Is that how you do it, or do you put some of the sauce in the pasta and then you can yeah. put more on top? That's the way you're supposed to do it. Let it cook a little. I was bit gonna say the, the way that I do it actually is I like to uh, I like to cook the pasta. Uh, and then uh, I I will um, put the sauce in the pan and then put the pasta back in. Out of yeah, the yeah, that's the same same principle. You, know, like you, let, you let cook a little bit. You yeah. put a little butter on the pasta, then you put the sauce yes. in, and it actually cooks into the macaroni. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. A little stir, bit and then you sauce. stir it up you real nice. nice. Yeah. yeah, it gives it like it goes from the plain more sauce. You got to dish then, a sauce on because the then you could take that pasta where it doesn't even look like there's sauce like on top of it, and it still tastes like there's sauce on it, and mm. then you can enhance it with more sauce. This is the way. Top, I, I, all right, top five sauces go. Um, Chick fil A sauce. <laughs> oh, dipping sauce. Okay. Dipping sauce. The Zach sauce. Count? Yes. Uh, it's a sauce. Uh, top fire sauce. sauce from Taco Bell. Fair. Um, fire sauce is great. Uh, the Chipotle Tabasco. Okay. Uh, you know, Chipotle? the thing from Chipotle. You're getting very specific. I like it. Um, I miss our Chipotle dates. That's it. Ketchup. Ketchup? And barbecue sauce? No. Really? Barbecue sauce to me is a top five sauce. I guess it no, but that's too yeah. But th- I the, guess it has to be uh, in there. Like for you're me, right, I right. love honey mustard. Honey mustard's dope. And I like spicy brown mustard too. I like only specific honey mustards. What does that mean? Like uh, brand? Some pla- no, some places Sabre- have good honey mustard, some places have bad honey mustard. All right, what's you a know, place you know, with good honey mustard? The Queen. The Queen? Pop the Queen? Yes. They pizza, do a very good one. they have very good honey mustard. Pizza, pizza one, pizza I like dude, with, uh, McDonald's honey mustard. honey mustard is nice for the chicken nuggets. They're it's actually yeah, like really, the really Wendy's good. Honey mustard, you can miss me with that. Yeah, it's not uh, dude, Dairy Queen grill and shell. Stop. Justin dude. was advocating Dairy Queen. The other I'm not, <laughs> Bob, I'm not kidding. It's, Honestly, dude, it's it's all right. It's, it's legitimately. Okay. What do they it call it? It's grill and chill. Grill and chill. Food. It's grill, grill and chill, dude. You know, you know what? You I know got what it sucked? on Friday. It was great. You know, you know, you know what sucked? And they and they tried to do dinners, but they did ice cream too. It was fucking friendlies. Friendlies is great. No, what are you friend, talking friend, about? Friendlies food was good. Friendlies was Excuse dope. Excuse you. Friendlies was dope, dude. Shut up, Mr. Arby's. Arby's is great. Arby's is fucking fantastic. Don't even get me started. I will call Ralph. Twenty nine. You don't want that. 
Arby's is really good. I've never had it. 29 years. What? Miss me with you're it. Not, you're know. not. You're not. No, you can't say that unless you're not going to get a roast beef sub. But they have or other a hoagie shit. They have a lot of Arby's. other shit. There. Neither of those things. It's a sandwich. It's like fuck. They have the meats, dude. They're, they're burger buns. I, with the, uh, yeah. If you I'm just like Bob, I'm gonna go to a deli and get a nice roast beef. Sandwich. Well, that's you like what Josh it. told me one day that he was getting Jersey Mike's like three days a week. I'm like, dude, we live in New Jersey. There's a fucking ton of delis around, and you're getting Jersey Mike every so often. If you need Jersey Mike's, fine. If it's convenient, make sure it doesn't shut the fucking recording off like it did last time. Yo, no, no, we're still recording. Hey, Ralph, you're on uh, the recording of this week's episode of You Watch. I listen and Taylor just. Happened to uh, say that Arby's uh, is well, it's garbage. I'll tell you to your fucking stupid computer face. And I've never had it, Ralph. So fuck off. Well, Arby's is. I'm. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let's take a step back. Taylor said it's garbage. You said that's what he said. Yeah. Can you not hear me? He can hear us. And the dance that I've never had. No, no Bob. Bob that. said that. Hi, Ralph. Oh, I'm sorry Bob. about the okay, fuck off okay. comment. I'm just heated at the moment. All right, so Taylor, you're a bastard person. <laughs> Can you not and hear Bob, me? you're a good-hearted soul who I know would be welcomed in the pantheon of flavor if you were to join the Arby's family. Um, and also, that goes to you, Taylor, because Arby's is not a judgmental company, and they will accept uh, anyone. Did you say judgmental? <laughs> like he said, he said, he said it like Juju Smith's shoes. Yeah, thing. what's Juju Metal? <laughs> You know, Juju Metal. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to ring the bell for that. <laughs> I don't know Juju is, so, but so he's offended. Josh and I rang the bell so many times they had to replace it. That's true. <laughs> and uh, most recently when we found out that because of COVID, the, the, the bell is no longer operational, uh, Ralph actually turned around and shouted into the Arby's, thank you for everything you do. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no, not the last time we went, but when we went before the bachelor party. I, I don't recall that, but that does sound like... Our, Arby's brings out both the best and worst in you, Ralph. <laughs> well, the thing about Arby's is... <laughs> that needs to be a shirt. Well, the thing about Arby's is... <laughs> it's a good idea. It brings together people. So, that so, is true. Family? Does it bring together families? So, Ralph, Ralph, would you say that Arby's is for the children... Like Wu Tang, obviously. So, like Wu Tang and Arby's are for the children. Are synonymous. Taylor, 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 stop. Okay. <laughs> I, love I, love I love doing that to people. <laughs> Middle of talking, just fucking hang up on them. Oh. That was very much worth it. Um, Bob, Taylor, what'd you think of Josh fight? Uh, oh. I was wondering why he wasn't there. Yeah. So Josh, like, so comment. like, so like, what's your new name? All right, dude. So like, I thought about it, and like, I'm like, all right. So well, apparently, it's happening with Nathan's now. I guess I saw that. Well, I do you know how it started the Josh fight? Did you hear about how it actually started? Yes. No. So during story. the quarantine, this mm. guy Josh, I forgot what his last. It's a pretty common last name. Yeah. He went ahead and he messaged all the people with the same name as him on Facebook and said, we have to have a fight for this name. And they all turned it into a hangout and beat the shit out of each other like that. Yeah, I was like, I was like, that's pretty fucking funny. Josh fight became a fucking thing. Yeah, and the the best part about it was was that like a fourth grader won the fight. (laughs) I saw that. It was a little kid. It was like a little cool. kid. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's like, just, so, it's, it's a bunch Josh, of Josh, would you do that if it was a New Jersey? Would you go to Josh fight? I'd go to wherever it was. 
You it wasn't. was like North Dakota well, or You didn't go this sure. time. Didn't yeah, go I didn't fucking know about it until it already happened. No, no one it, invited it, you to Josh. Yeah, no, fight. I didn't get invited. It, it, I'm not. It, it, I'm not it wasn't uh, close. Josh to, if I, if, I think if, it was like North fair, Dakota or something. It wasn't close. You know, I was watching the videos and I'm like, yo, like, all these guys are in fucking like Jedi uniforms and fucking all this stuff. Yeah, dude, there stuff. were some people. Like, I'm like thinking back to all my past Halloween costumes and I was like, oh, you know I'd be the Macho Man. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Like, you wouldn't, like, that fight would need to commence and then someone would have to play Stone Cold's music, like, from the invasion angle when he comes With the out disturbed no, dude no dude I, no no no, no, better no, yet, no no i'm not saying like the i'm saying like when his music hits when all the wwf is getting the shit kicked out of him yeah, all, yeah, by, yeah. By, by the With alliance the pop, the pop kind of and thing. that's like one of the best oh and you hold your gym wrong oh he's talking the, the rattlesnake is talking dude like I just, okay of course he is <laughs> i just i just thought the um the way i would have ended that if i was the josh that was like the last one before the four-year-old one i would come out of nowhere this ends now and fucking throw him into the ground uh, fucking throw up on my dude. Brain. I could take a four-year-old pretty easily. I think I'd whip the shit out of him with that pool noodle. <laughs> See, you could actually beat up a four-year-old with that. Speaking of stupid shit, I've seen on the internet. I watched a video the other day on a really stupid Instagram account where a bunch of people just are in a room and they blindfolded themselves and they have like these weighted pillows and they're just swinging wildly. Dude, that's dude dangerous. I w- there was a you just made me think of something. So you'll like this story and he'll because he knows some of these people. Okay, this was we were supposed to go to like Lake Chan for a weekend retreat, like sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. It was a snowstorm. So they opened up off Burnt Meadow for us. There's another camp there called like Shiloh or something. It was just local. It was West Melford, Highland Lakes. Um, so the the one night there was a fucking, we were all just hanging out. We're snowed in and we decided to have like a massive pillow fight and basically all the girls got knocked out. They were like, nice. we can't, this is getting too violent. Danny Appel, Eric Proctor. Right, remember little Eric? This dude is like five three. I don't know if you knew Eric Proctor. He was a, so. a couple years older than you. Short, but we called him Little Eric. He tried going toe to toe with Danny. I've never seen a pillow fight that looked like a knockout punch. Dude, Danny swung this pillow and it was just lumped up perfectly and it hit Eric right across the fucking chin and he just fucking <laughs> folds. And this is at like a Jesus youth camp. We also got reprimanded because they found out we were drinking and smoking. <laughs> like, nice. what do you think we come here to do? Like, it's not about Jesus. It's- come on. <laughs> um, so guys, NFL draft on Thursday. Yep. What's your team going to do? They're going to fuck it up. What are the Broncos going to do? They're going to draft Trey Lance. I actually disagree with you. No, I know. Real, really, what what they're going to do is they're going to draft Justin Fields because Fields is going to drop and it doesn't make any fucking sense. If the Falcons had any sense, they would draft Justin fucking Fields, but that's just me. Or or, or Sewell from Oregon. Yeah, I would take one of those too. But they're going to take Pitts, and I don't mean that, that's your team. I'm sorry. No, no, no it's fine. What 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 Denver is going to do is they're going to fuck it up. Patriots are getting a quarterback. Yes, one thousand percent. They're going to get Trey Lance. Yes. They're going to get Trey Lance. I don't want Denver to get Trey Lance. You just gave me so much agita because I haven't been paying attention at all. I didn't realize it. Well, see, what your team is going to do is going to take a guy Uh, you've never heard of. Yeah. (laughs) Quarterback. That's what they did last time. Quarter. I don't know. They could. Actually, I'm I'm going to say. I'm going to say right now. I don't think they need to this year. Unless there's somebody really good that's on the table. Give it to James for a full fucking year. You signed him off for a 5,000 yard season with Sean Payton as the head coach. The only position I think they need to figure out is corner. But, like, everything else is pretty solid. I don't know. They, another receiver would be good because oh, yeah, yeah, um, what I was going to say is I think that there's going to be five quarterbacks taken in the first uh, first 10 picks. Lawrence, Zach Wilson, yes, th- th- that, Mac Jones, Mac Jones is going to the Patriots. Trey Lance. Trey Lance is going to... No, Mac Jones is going to the 49ers. 
Eh. Nope, 49ers. It's 1,000% the 49ers. I'm, the top three picks, I'm 1,000% sure on. What you said today... Outside of the first two picks, it's a crapshoot. That's your no, words. No, after, but I, I read more today. Okay. It's Mac Jones. It's okay. it's Mac Jones, and it's no one else. Okay. The way that they're talking, it's Mac Jones. And then is Mac Jones. Yeah, you learn your lesson Which, with fucking Jimmy Garoppolo. And I also on. don't fully understand because the Kyle Shanahan system, the way he likes running it, you know, outside of Matt, Mac Jones is not the kind of passer. Matt Ryan is pure passer. He's a little not as refined in that sense. Yeah. He doesn't run very well, and they used a lot of play action. And Matt and Matt Ryan has always been good on play action. When you think about the years that they were best running game Michael Turner always off the running game Mac Jones is not as fleet of foot he actually reminds me a little bit more of Philip Rivers the way he drops back yeah. um very gifted passer though and then I think Justin Fields I think multiple teams are going to trade up to take quarterbacks I actually think there's a strong chance your team trades back um uh, no I think so too and, there's three scenarios I see so Pitts Pitts is scenario one which I think is most likely um uh, I think and I fucking hate that I'm about to say this I think the Patriots could trade into that spot. I, I think it's very... That's a team I'm looking at the most to trade up, but I could also see the Broncos trading up. I could see the Lions trading up with all their extra draft picks. If there's a quarterback they're in love you know, with. If there's somebody else in the top like 15 or so, uh, I could see them... Tr- Maybe landing in a position where they get uh, what's the uh, Penn State linebacker Parsons? Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. fucking awesome. Uh, I could see that as a possible scenario, or if they move somewhere within the top eight, they could get Sewell. Yes, correct. Um, Sewell is going to be awesome. Um, yeah. He he's he's the only thing that they have on him is that uh, his what is it. Um, uh, his arms are short. Yes. That's the thing they're worried about with him. But natural, it's, it's I, I think he could probably plug into any position on the offensive line and be an animal. I, yeah. I, uh, it, but uh, shorter arms, put him on the inside, keep him at guard. He's going to be, he's, he's, tomorrow. Is he full size though? Tomorrow. <laughs> Would he shrink? T- tomorrow he's an all pro guard. Yeah, but he could be easily be an all pro left tackle. But here's gonna, I think you're going to have a solid I player just, no matter where you put I him. Just, I, I just think because of how. The question is though, do you take a guard that high? It hasn't happened that often. It should have happened with the Giants taking Quentin Nelson over Saquon Barkley. Correct. It also has, should have happened with the Giants taking... Well, that was a tackle, but it doesn't matter. But what I'm saying is, yes, because he is that good, and also just because the reach is a concern, specifically at left tackle or even right tackle position, because of how good the pass rush is. And to get around those long, long-limbed long pass the, rushers. Because you'll get someone like fucking Shaq Barrett, and the second, sure. second he gets you here, you're done. It doesn't matter. I, I, think, I do think your team is going to take Patrick Sertain. That's my guess. I would be very happy. Uh, I think uh, his father is one of my favorite because Dolphins Ky- ever. Because Kyle Fuller is a rental for one. Correct. And if your best if if your best chance to win right now, because even with the if you get a rookie, the odds of you guys making the playoffs They're is still slim to none. Slim to none. But if you could get Drew Locke to play a little bit better and you could back him up with this fantastic defense, that could put you in a win now mode. And let's be frank, the Broncos that those guys are playing Taylor? for their jobs, huh? Huh? The guys in the Broncos, the coaching staff are playing playing for their jobs. I said that last. Or coaching for their jobs, but this is the year where they they have to. So it's, their it's best year, chance of doing year, that is with the defense. Year three, correct? Big, yes. Yeah. Um. I so I right now I feel the Falcons are going to trade back, and I think if they don't, they're going to take a quarterback. I really actually believe that. I don't know. I'm I, seeing. I, I I've I've seen zero percent consistency in the messaging that a lot is of smoke out there. Screens. But the fact that this stuff is leaking out about Julio Jones 
it, it's that doesn't look good. It's it, it seems like I mean, he's a goner post June first, and I mean they don't. The, and the other reason they may trade back is because of the cap hell they're in. They cannot afford to pay their rookies, and trading back from four to twelve is like a three million dollar difference. It's going to do a massive it's, deal it, to their cap. It's crazy. Yeah. Like the Dolphins traded Eric Flowers today and cleared up a shit ton of cap for whatever the fuck they're about to do, uh, which I'm still not a hundred percent sure. I think there's like three different things they could do. Yeah, you do have to pay the ten draft picks you're hitting. You have to pay them. Yeah, I mean it's not like it used to be, but you still have to pay them. But I, with the Dolphins, uh, the only thing I know they're not going to do is take a quarterback. They're either going to they're either going to take one of the playmakers that's there, whether it's Pitts, whether it's uh, Chase, whether it's Smith or Waddle. They're taking one of those guys. One thousand percent, you take Waddle. One thousand percent, you I, take Waddle. Uh, but here's the thing: I'm gonna if I get any when of those first picking, uh, five or six, six. Um, uh, I. I'm going to be happy with if they take any one of those guys, I'm going to be hyped. Well, listen, I'm, I really like all of them. I think you, no matter where you, they go, they're all going to be good. My, my only th- I listen, I, I and I'm, I'm jumping on the bandwagon to a little bit. The size with Smith scares me a little bit. But I mean, listen, the, the, the play speaks for itself. Everything's going to be fine. I mean, the thing with I would be I would be concerned with the size if his game was pure, like burn down the field or run not. over the middle. He is such a smooth route runner. He is very he's very he's he comes into the league and he's already a top 10 route runner when it comes to pure cuts. And that that would stops him from taking those big hits. No, I agree that's, with you. That, so he he reminds me of Marvin Harrison. You're that's right, who he is. You know, who he reminds me of he reminds me of D Hop, but a lot skinnier. And he's a lot skinnier. Well, that's why he reminds me. Marvin Harrison was 170 pounds. Marvin Harrison was also like five six on a good day. Yeah, exactly. And this dude's taller. You've seen his reach. Yes. Um, but I'm happy with any of them. Chase, Waddle, Pitts, um, or so Smith. I, I'm happy. I, I, I saw someone. Uh, so Bob, I yelled at our boys over at the SGP Sports Gambling Podcast. Okay. Because they released their mock draft. And some fucking idiot over there, I forget his name, put that the Broncos at nine are going to take Micah Parsons. And I said, you better not take a fucking linebacker from Penn State at nine. I really like Get, Micah Parsons, dude. He's good, but he's not top ten. I... He's I, not a top 10. I, compared Den, to other Den, guys... Denver hasn't had a good, solid linebacker since DJ Williams. I get it. But that secondary has been so bad for so long. Yeah. And the second Kyle Four leaves next year, you get Sertan, you get him in, in the top 10, you get him You get him with a fifth-year option. You just, Dude, Okay, but can I, can I tell great. you... I, I think Parsons is going to be really, he's gonna really, be very good. really good. He's not a top 10 pick. Uh, well, th- again, if you're talking off the books, like, you know, what you're looking at rankings, I think when it, uh, if you look at, because five quarterbacks are going top 10, right? Yes, 1,000%. Yes. Only two of them are considered top 10 prospects. The rest are mid, Fields but it goes by, by rankings. I think if you look at, like, top rankings, I think Parsons comes in at, like, 14 on a lot of them, which makes he's it... very good. He's, and the thing is, he's the best pass rusher in this draft, right. and he's not an edge rusher. He's not a fucking defensive lineman. But, he's he's the best. I would not touch a pass rusher in the first round unless you have conviction. That's why you don't need him, because you still have Bradley Chubb, you still have Von Miller, you still have a but Jeremiah Tachu. There's yeah, a bunch of guys. Yeah. The depth is there, and I'm still pissed about letting Shaq Barrett walk out of the fucking door after 2015. Now look, yeah. You know what I mean? Defensive player of the year last year and prob- and, and won a Super Bowl this year. But my, here's my thing with Denver. Just, it, you have to be better than last year. Drew Locke has to be better. Uh, Fangio has to be better at fucking managing the clock and managing timeouts. Dude, they, they got to get Philip Lindsay some carries. Oh, oh that was last year oh, and the year before. It's just, it, like, I... <laughs> I understand. That Bring back Monty Ball. I, I listen. I understand all these things. I get it, man. But like, g- genuinely, I've never been that sick over the a treatment of a player like that. 
a homegrown guy from from Denver, went to Colorado University, signed. Yeah, you think like decent playmaker, dude? Decent. He he's been awesome. Undrafted, he's been killer. He's the first undrafted player in NFL history with back to back thousand yard rushing seasons. Made a Pro Bowl his rookie year as an undrafted player. And he has a coaching staff that doesn't play him. Never. Because Fangio is an old fucking dinosaur. I can't stand the guy, and I'm gonna. I'm not gonna stand him until we go eight zero, and it's not gonna happen. So I fucking can't stand him. Remember when they they start? What was the Broncos record? It was eight zero, and then they lost eight straight, and then they went eight and eight, and then Darren Williams died the very next day in Javon Walker's arms. Fuck, fuck, dude. Josh McDaniels was sent from the Patriots <laughs> to sabotage Denver. One thousand percent, easy. Are we gonna? Is anyone else gonna fucking talk? Vance Joseph. Would you rather have Fangio or Vance Joseph? Vance Joseph. <laughs> okay. Oh damn. And I'll tell you why. Because he gave Philip Lindsay carries. Yeah, it's true. Also, that's true. Vance Joseph said nothing that could get him in trouble. Oh, we had a great week of practice. Did you? Yeah, I never did. But all right, is guys. that why you lost fourteen games a year? He did lose a lot. You lost twenty-two games. In two seasons. It's okay. It happens. It's bad. It happens. It doesn't happen in Denver. It did. <laughs> the one time, yeah. It does yeah. now. It does now, dude. That's the, like, that's the second worst season. It's I fine, Micah. Was, was You're on the come up. Josh I'm is not. in turmoil. That's the thing. Perosi's on I'm the come not. up. I'm not on the come up. Saints. We don't know what the Saints are. Yeah, Saints are. Saints dude, are. I, do, I did see. I saw a video of Winston working with his throwing coach. And like they're working on his mechanics and like timing with his eyes closed from midfield. He fuck. It was a basketball hoop mm-hmm. at the end, and he fu- literally eyes closed, slings it right in. Who was this? Jameis okay. Winston. He's a fucking animal, dude. If they got his eyes, legitimately working. Legitimately, working if they got really his eyes right fixed, I want to see it because I think about fucking FSU, Jameis Winston, how good he was. Dumb motherfucker. You ever hear him talk? Dumb motherfucker. We do it big. We do it big. Oh my god. What's that even mean? We go eat this W, dude. That was the fucking most embarrassing so shit some, ever. Someone just commented on it that was like in that huddle when that was happening. It might have been Mike Evans and he goes, yeah. Are you drinking my water? You weren't. <laughs> so <laughs> COVID friendly. It wasn't. It was It was open. Yes, it sure was. <laughs> I brought it in here. Doesn't matter. I noticed he took it as like a phone stand so he could have the game on Thanks. and I was like, he's not going to drink my water though. Out, <laughs> How wait, wrong wait, was wait, I? Wait, wait, I have more. <laughs> yeah, my there bad. you go, stupid. Oh, nice. All right. We actually got to wrap this up, boys. Yeah, because we've been here. Like, it's, yeah, the we, first, we, the first we talk- hour of the podcast was baseball. Yeah, it was literally baseball. Nice. Yeah, so Which, you can catch way, up. I'm, I'm going to work on that tomorrow. With the okay. Call, with the yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Cool. That'll be good when we. Yeah, go. for his birthday. Hell yeah. All right, guys. So, I saw it. I said that to Dan. Yeah. yeah, there we go. I said that to Dan. I go, it's for his birthday. Good call. And Rosie goes, I don't fucking care. This, this is it. This is like being at Skaters World right now. You gotta drop whatever you're doing and get to that. Yeah, floor. And go, and how many times did you fall going in the loop? Every, Every fucking time. Yeah. Every baby. loop. <laughs> All right, guys, this is episode 145, I think. 146, maybe 147. Yeah, 145. Um, If you watch, I listen. Bob, thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Bob. We'll see you guys next week. Later.